Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not a fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking a white male. And a white female too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement. This, this. is Beauty and the Beta. <laughs> Again. I believe in the sand beneath my toes. The beach gives a feeling and a feeling. I believe in the faith that grows. Sixteen felony charges dropped against the actor Jussie Smollett in an interview with the prosecutor, raising even more questions and confusion. I believe based on the facts and the evidence that was presented in the charging decision made by this office, this office believed that they could prove him guilty. Does dropping the charges vindicate him? No. Does it exonerate him? No. Do you believe that he is innocent? I do not believe he's innocent. So you believe he's guilty? Yes. Hey, I've been truthful and consistent on every single level since day one. Now I'd like nothing more than to just get back to work and move on with my life. Victim to villain, back to victim. We may never really know what happened that night in Chicago. Smollett was very clear with the police on the night of the attack that his attackers were white. Why did he say that? He could have said, I don't know. Obviously, you can disguise that. You could put makeup on. I was looking up the brothers, and one of the first videos that showed up, actually, was one of the brothers in white face doing a Joker monologue with white makeup on. And so it's not, it's not implausible. I doubt it. You are fake news. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Very fake news. Go home, bitch. I agree with that. Sky free wherever he is. Get the hard man to back out of here! Alright, go, go! In five, four, three. I, I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show. Frankly, the best. You can ask anyone about that. People often do. This is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt Christensen. I'm flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Blonde. Welcome. Hello. It's going to be a very stressful duct tape <laughs> production tonight because... As soon as we get your internet situation solved, it's like another technical issue thrown at us. More on that in a moment. It's not the highlight of the show, but just letting you know, there might be some technical issues tonight, and I'll do the best I can. Appreciate your patience, everybody. But the news stops for nobody, not even, um, not even technical issues for our service providers, and it's another jam-packed week of things to discuss. You heard it there in the intro. I got to admit, I did not see this one coming. I foresaw maybe some leniency for Jesse Smollett. I did not see charges against Jesse Smollett inexplicably dropped in totality I said by that. prosecutors. I said it. I can't recall. I could, I could see you saying it. Yes, I did. And these prosecutors readily and openly admit they believe he's guilty. No, oh, yeah. But they're, they're still letting him off the hook. Uh, we'll take a look at what appears to be what almost certainly is one of the finest pieces of Chicago corruption in recent memory. And of course, the media spin is, uh, is out in full force as well. Uh, Michael Avenatti gets arrested again. I say again because recall, when was it? Maybe half a year ago, he was arrested on supposed domestic abuse allegations. Oh, yeah. Nothing really came of that, I suppose. And normally I'd try to be more uh, careful with my claims about allegations and arrests and you know respect for due process and all those things. But of course, it's Michael Avenatti who throws <laughs> around gang rape allegations. So, you know, it's like I don't even care if he 
what allegedly or apparently extorted Nike yeah. and had another scheme to defraud his clients to pay off his own debts, something to that effect. I got to hand it to him, though. At least he goes big, like really big. <laughs> it, does, it does seem so. We'll talk about all the accusations against him. And of course, Mark Garagos implicated too. the guy who said Jesse Smollett is the victim of a media gangbang. Now he's getting gang banged in Michael Avenatti's case. Yeah, yeah. He's done a bunch of sketch stuff. Did you know he represented Chris Brown after he beat up Rihanna? I did not know that. But he was also Colin Kaepernick's lawyer. Sure was. Hmm. The uh, Green New Deal fails in the Senate and Democrats explain why they would not vote for it. It went down 57 to zero. They would not vote for it despite publicly claiming to support it. Plus AOC responds warning us of doomsday. If we, do, if we do not pass her Green New Deal salvation, she's sounding more and more like a, a rising prophet or something, warning of these, these doomsday prophecies and that she's, she's out to save everyone. We should worship her horse face. Everybody bow down. <laughs> well, if, if that's a false idol if I've ever seen one. We'll get an update on 2020 Democrats, including Cory Booker. I think he got a new record for most lies in the shortest amount of time speaking about gun laws and the nra and his cnn town hall my god we'll talk about that um joe biden warns us about the evils of white men white man joe biden warns us about white men and then uh you know he just gets a me too accusation thrown and thrown at him because it's current year 2019 light this is like the least me too allegation i have not read it so you'll have to catch me up on what the accusations are Uh, Articles 11 and 13 pass in the EU Parliament what these uh, copyright directives mean or may mean for the future of the Internet. We'll talk about that. Plus, an update on the Muslims uh, protesting in the UK about what they see as LGBT indoctrination programs in their kids' schools. We talked about one case, and they promised to expand it. Lo and behold, they're expanding it. So Uh. more updates on that front. And a curious case of possible hoax hate, likely hoax hate, but they have not found the suspect yet. Come on. Funny case of graffiti in Oklahoma to close the show. And we will take super chats on YouTube or on Streamlabs in between topics, 10 bucks and up on the Sunday show, because we are no good low down money grabbers. It's going to be all this and more on your favorite couple hours of listening material. Thanks for liking the show on YouTube. Thank you for giving us a review on Apple podcasts. Thanks for supporting the show on the new website. That's mattchristensenmedia.com. And thanks for emailing us. That's beauty in the beta at Gmail. Com. If you want to take the show on the go in an audio format, find those linked in the description, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and more. Wherever you find your podcasts, you can find us. A few uh, announcements and some meetup pictures and some quick stories before we hop into the big Jussie news. Uh, as I mentioned moments ago, the web service that we use to play clips on this show that allows us to view clips simultaneously with each other and, of course, the audience I got a surprise around noon today that that service is down or at least intermittently functional. So we can't rely on it for our stream today. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm a little bit to blame for not having a good backup plan in place. No, admittedly. No, but, you're not. Uh, no. Skag does 100% of the production on this show. So when this happened, I'm like, can I help? He's like, literally, there's nothing you can do. About yeah. It. So I had to create a backup plan on the fly. It's going to be a little rougher. Production might be a little rougher, but. We're going to do the best that we can, and I'm going to send some angry emails. And if this service does not come back by this time next week, I'll have a better backup plan in place. I can promise you that. So thanks for putting up with us. The reality is uh, it's times like these that remind you how many things have to function flawlessly for the show (laughs) to work. And it's kind of miraculous that it does on a weekly basis. But, you know, we're not going to quit just because this week might be a little more duct tapey. 
nope. than uh, than weeks past. We so, have made it through 147 shows. Is that right? I think I think this is 148. Oh, no. Yeah, we've made it through 147. This is 148. Anyway, I know everyone loves production talk. <laughs> Maybe we'll get more of it later. Uh, a few pieces of uh, or a few pictures from meetups that are happening. So uh, this is from Michael in Raleigh, North Carolina, and he actually owns a bar. And he thought, hey, I'll oh just host gosh. the meetup at the bar I own. Notice in the background, it's a little bit washed out, but what's on the TV in the corner? But this ah. show. <laughs> so very like cool. so much fun. Those people look wasted. I hopefully so. That's, that's great. It takes a few to enjoy you think the they show were drinking to the maximum Lytle? extent. I hope so. I hope they were. I hope not. Gross. Um, Edmonton, Alberta. Photo Sweet. from Meetup in Edmonton. Look, they even got their little. People are putting detail into these things. They got their little their little sign and stuff like that. Oh, this makes me so happy. So that looks great. I hope you guys had a fun meal or beverages or whatever your outing entailed. And then uh, this one. Technically, I don't know if it counts as a meetup. We, I got this from Griffin, who admitted that he just kind of introduced a colleague in China. This is Jian China. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Jian China, he says he introduced the show to a colleague a few weeks ago. But we're going to count it as a meetup because they look like they're in some fancy place. And it's in China. And I just want to say that we have a lot of international cred. They must so be to, using VPNs, right? I was wondering, I, I thought about asking in my email response, but I thought it might sound stupid. I'm sure Griffin might be listening now. If you are, uh, yeah, I was curious how you listen in China. Do you have to disguise your IP? Is that how it works? Don't get in trouble. Yeah, probably uh, head to a Chinese gulag or something like that. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, and I should say too, if I mention it every week, but if you're interested in meetups with people in your area, there is a link in the description, a sign-up form which you can supply all your contact information, and then a, a link to look at a spreadsheet of everyone else who's filled it out, and then you guys can kind of connect on your own and and make these meetups happen. Of course, if you do have one in your area, send us a picture, and we're happy to share it on the show. Sure are. All right, let's move into um, some quick stories. We got uh, an update on a few high-profile crime cases we've covered over the last couple of years. But James Fields, you'll recall the guy now convicted of the Heather Heyer murder in Charlottesville and a bunch of like dozens of other injuries. Well, he so he was previously convicted in Virginia uh, state courts in December for that for those state charges related to what happened in Charlottesville, but he still faced federal hate crimes charges and he pled guilty this week to get a specific charge drop that carries the potential for the death penalty. So he's not going to face the death penalty for what happened, but he basically is going to be locked up probably forever. Uh, he will return to court on July 3rd to be sentenced. He also faces sentencing in the state case on July 15th in which jurors uh, recommended he will be sentenced to life in prison plus 419 years. So it's going to be a little while. I uh, don't know. I think if, what do you think would have happened if there was no white nationalist angle here? Well, you certainly wouldn't have, have had the federal hate crime component. And this is, this is one reason why I'm a critic of hate, the concept of hate crimes. Why should it matter from a legal perspective, what the motive was in doing what happened? Also, where's the premeditation? This this should have been yeah. a manslaughter case. I'm I'm appalled by this ruling. And again, not to this is not to defend or say what happened is cool, but you know I don't want to be taken out of context. It's just there's a lot of politicization here, and I think that has to be considered when you're evaluating whether justice is served or not. 
Yeah, and uh, the opportunity to get a jury that wasn't totally polluted by the media coverage was it was impossible. It wasn't well, and happen. speaking of politicization and the media coverage, if you look at this NBC story that I've got on screen, the very last sentence, they talk about James Fields and all the, the cases and the sentencing. All right, fine, fine. Scroll down. Last sentence. President Donald Trump blamed the violence at the rally on, quote, both sides and critics of his uh, of, and critics of his viewed that as a refusal to condemn racism. How is that relevant? Also, Heather Why is Heyer that was necessary? white, so... What's the what race angle are they talking? It's not like he uh, mowed down a bunch of black people. Incidental, yeah, incidental or something like that. Um, <laughs> again, like, why is the dig at Trump relevant? And also, is it factually inaccurate? Is it factually inaccurate to say that there were people instigating violence on both sides? Uh, that continues. No. People rip Trump for that to this day, even people I respect. And I, to this day, I don't understand why that statement is inaccurate. It's not. There was plenty of footage of his car getting attacked. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a factor that people always point to. Um, anyway, so it, it looks like, you know, James Fields is going to be locked up for the rest of his life. Long story short. Uh, remember the case of the swatting oh, that yeah. got a guy killed in Wichita, Kansas? Father of two unarmed wasn't even the intention or the right. intended target of the swatting, right? Yeah, so we covered this when it happened in December of 2017. There was a dispute on Call of Duty in which one of the guys fighting hired this fellow on screen, Tyler Barris, to swat the other guy. And there was some confusion. I'm still unclear about whether it was deliberate or not. But this, the address that the swatter called to police was incorrect Police go to the home of some random guy in Wichita, Kansas. He makes a wrong move on his porch and he's shot dead. And these kids are without uh, a, a father for the rest of their lives. Well, on Friday, Tyler Barris, this swatter, was sentenced to 20 years in prison after a plea agreement on 51 federal charges. Only 10 years was recommended under the sentencing guidelines, but prosecutors noted this is somewhat uncharted legal territory as swatting is a relatively new phenomenon. Prosecutors believe it is the longest prison sentence ever imposed for swatting. And I say good. I don't care what the sentencing guidelines are. To me, this is akin. I don't know that it's exactly the same as premeditated murder, but it's something of that variety. Yeah. You know, like he yeah. didn't kill a guy, but he intentionally created the circumstances that did. Yeah, I agree. So, I mean, to me, or, to me, 20 years sounds like a deal. That sounds like a bargain. Uh, what else we got? Oh, speaking of... Um, of James Fields. Oh, I don't have it in here, but we can come back to it. Uh, Facebook has now uh, banned white nationalism. Did you hear but, about but this? But pride is okay, if I understand correctly. It's, it's very bizarre. In a blog post on Wednesday, Facebook announced it is banning, quote, white nationalism. In this post, they said, uh, today we're announcing a ban on praise, support, and representation of white nationalism and separatism on Facebook and Instagram, which we'll start enforcing next week. It's clear that these con concepts are deeply linked to organized hate groups and have no place on our services going forward while people will still be able to demonstrate pride in their ethnic heritage mm. we will not tolerate praise or support for white nationalism and separatism which to me sounds like you are allowed to be prideful of any race but white people we'll yeah. see how this unfolds well you can see whether or not they're being hypocritical based on their their treatment of white pride without an advocation for white nationalism or separatism. It also, I mean, the statement singles out 
white, white nationalism. Man. Like the, the, the question remains, is black nationalism, black separatism, black supremacism okay? Presumably, yes. Presumably, presumably that's just fine. Uh, so under Facebook's change, people who searched for terms associated with white... So it's not just if you are a white nationalist, which of course... That'll definitely be enforced fairly and and precisely, I'm sure. But even if you're just a person searching for terms associated with white supremacy, okay, whatever that means, you will be instead linked to a page called Life After Hate, a nonprofit that helps people to leave hate groups, the company said. And oh this my comes God, that is as, so gay. As a result of pressure from advocacy organizations like Color of Change, said the color of change president Facebook's update should move Twitter, YouTube, and Amazon to act urgently to stem the growth of white nationalist ideologies, which find space on platforms to spread the violent ideas and rhetoric that inspired the tragic attacks witnessed in Charlottesville, Pittsburgh, and now Christchurch. Uh, so well, it, this will be a delight to watch the enforcement of, but the good news is everybody was already leaving Facebook anyway. Yeah. Who's still on Facebook? This is going to be a death blow for Facebook. It was already so lame. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, we've been talking about the bump stock ban the last couple of weeks, keeping people updated. Well, the gun owners of America, they were unsuccessful in getting a Supreme Court stay. So the as of Tuesday, your bump stock is now considered by the federal government to be a machine gun. So unless it's <laughs> registered, it is now illegal. And if you are found in possession of it, you face up to 10 years in prison and a multi-thousand dollar fine. Unreal. So... Uh, you know, I leave it up to people with these things to decide, as I'm sure they already have, whether they want to have a terrible boating accident or bury them in the backyard or surrender them to police. Although I don't know if you can surrender them to police now. Well, what, you're just supposed to destroy them? I guess. But if you were caught, like if you went to the police station now, could could they not get you in trouble for having it? Because the window's closed. I don't know. It's time to dig some holes. Yeah, uh, so uh, GOA remains optimistic that they will win in the lawsuit, but unfortunately for bump stock owners, you don't get to wait for the resolution of the lawsuit. You just got to get rid of it now if you want to be in compliance with the law. Uh, that's the bad news. Good news, specifically for California, but I think for this country generally. Hey, I, we just, I, I was just speaking previously how annoying it is that a lot of judges, we don't see a lot of judges take firm pro-Second Amendment stances. It's always some BS technicality. Well, uh this is good for our friends in California. A federal judge in California ruled that the state's high-capacity magazine ban is unconstitutional. Remember, in, in uh, California, you can only have mags of 10 rounds or less. Well, U.S. District Judge Roger Benitez wrote that individual liberty and freedom are not outmoded or outmoded uh, concepts. Uh, so dig up those stashes, you know. Get them out of your basements. Go to the range. Yeah. All the uh, all the gun store websites that I follow are now happily shipping. When they say high capacity magazines, by which you mean just a regular old AR yeah. magazine. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, if you're in California, buy a few mags uh, just just for fun. Add to your add to your stash for later. Who knows if this will stand up or not? I don't know, but I like to see a little good news. Uh. Let's see. We spoke uh, what, a few weeks ago about the Taco Bell yeah. employees who like kicked a guy's ass yeah. outside yeah. of uh, outside of a Taco Bell near Philadelphia. Well, apparently Arby's in Tulsa, Oklahoma, goes a lot harder. An employee, the manager, in fact, at the Tulsa Arby's or a Tulsa Arby's straight up killed a guy Oof. who allegedly came to the Arby's and spat on her. But then... After killing him, according to the investigators, she just went straight back 
to work. So <laughs> let's check out what that looks like. Should I start this? Detective yeah. tell us right after that shooting, she got in her car and she went back to work. This all happened Saturday night in East Tulsa. We brought you breaking news on Fox 23 News Saturday when detectives found the victim's car crashed in the Walmart parking lot near 31st and Garnett. We learned Deshaun Talent was killed. Police say about an hour earlier, he was in a fight at the Arby's near 41st and Garnett, just around the corner. He's accused of threatening the manager at the store, even spitting on that woman. The manager, Deanna Young, is then accused of getting in her car, following talent, then shooting him. Police say after the shooting, she just went back to her job. We got a chance to talk with the man who saw the aftermath of that shooting. It was very stormy, a lot of rain, a lot of lightning, and uh, it looked like everything was normal until the police showed up and I knew something wasn't normal. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I guess, yeah. Yeah. I find it hilarious that she just was like, all right, I'm done. I got business at Arby's to tend yeah. to. I'm going back. Go back to work. That's a dedicated employee right there. Hardcore, man. All right. Uh, there's this out of, um, out of Georgia. Apparently, segregation uh, is back in Georgia, or at least in one certain location or one specific location. Uh, this is in Savannah, Georgia. Organizers of a meeting to discuss an upcoming mayoral race in Savannah barred reporters from attending unless they are black. Signs read, quote, black press only. White reporters were denied entry. Black reporters were allowed inside. Uh, I guess, in fact, Jim Crow does have its upside. So don't knock it until you try it. Uh, th- this Everyone is clip that, that one out. Immediately. Yeah. yeah. Don't knock Jim Crow until you tried it, man. Some, <laughs> it wasn't all bad. Okay. Uh, and last, uh, last little piece. Did you hear the president's speech in Michigan? I did not listen to yeah. all of it, but I heard the juicy parts. And, um, you know, President Trump goes to Grand Rapids, Michigan to do a bit of a victory lap uh, after the Mueller report is released and say, you know, I'm glad that I was uh, exonerated. I'm glad people aren't being fooled by this anymore. Let's let's have a little party before we. Well, I guess I, I guess in what is basically the run up to his 2020 campaign, he's basically in campaign mode at this point. But yeah, he, he goes to uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan, and he says a swear word. This was circulating in the news this week. He said a swear word. Here's Trump uh, calling out the ridiculous bullshit. The Democrats have to now decide whether they will continue defrauding the public with ridiculous bullshit. and investigations or whether they will apologize to the American people. And I love people pretending that they actually cared about this. Right, that, right. Uh, that they were offended by this or that this was like some, uh, some sort of betrayal of presidential decorum and this and that as though we haven't had, uh, as though we haven't had countless examples of that. In the oh past. my God, I know. Why, why does the left maintain that presidential decorum is still a thing? Bill Clinton raped a woman. JFK had chronic Allegedly. gonorrhea. It's like <laughs> he had prostitutes brought into the White House. It's like presidential decorum never has existed. Yeah. Remember uh, when Obama called Kanye a jackass? In fairness, that was a, that was on a hot mic. It was not at a formal rally or a formal <laughs> campaign event. But, you know, I mean, I, I think that humanization, I mean, 
Trump doesn't need to be humanized. If anything, he's too human. You know, he's too off the cuff, I suppose. But people love him for that reason. That's the kind of clip that's like, all right, comedian, uh, bluntly honest Trump is winning Trump. So uh, if he were to try to become polished and professional Obama style, he's not going to win. Anyway, uh, I suppose it's time to move into the big news of the week. The Jussie Smollett charges being dropped. Uh, to refresh people's memory and how this all unfolded. So it started on Tuesday. I got DMs coming to me that said, no way the Jesse Smollett charges are being I dropped. Know. I thought, there's got to be more of the story. That's not, yeah. that's not all of it. Lo and behold, all 16 charges against Jesse Smollett have in fact been dropped by the Cook County State Prosecutor's Office or whatever the formal title is. Jesse is uh, forfeiting his $10,000 bond to Cook County. That's it. Now, I say that's it because it seems quite apparent that the case against him was much stronger, uh, was was sufficiently strong to get a series of convictions against him uh, as the prosecutors themselves admit, which we'll hear from momentarily. Did you hear Rahm Emanuel? Are we going to... Yeah, even even Rahm Emanuel's pissed. I'll play that in a moment. But yeah. Uh, But yeah, the other thing is It's odd that an innocent man would accept that. And what's really odd about this arrangement is prosecutors, this isn't like a a plea deal or even a deal that says, I will admit guilt in exchange for leniency. It wasn't like an acknowledgement of, I did this. Okay, Jesse, you're a good boy with your community service and stuff. If you just say you did it and you're sorry, we'll drop all the charges. He He maintains his innocence. They did not ask for or expect any acknowledgement of wrongdoing, but... He still forfeited his 10 grand. The question why? remains, yeah. why would you forfeit the 10 grand? And then like his lawyer on the Today Show still throws the Nigerian guys under the bus. Well, if they actually kicked your ass and tricked you, why aren't you prosecuting them? Why aren't you pressing charges against them? Against no, them. I just want to move on with my life. Okay. I mean, there's still going to be Jesse truthers who actually think that he's a victim in all Who? of this. The, the, the hardcore left will. And they'll point to this like, he was never convicted of anything. Innocent until proven guilty. And it's like, okay, but, you know, the evidence in place here. And it's readily explained by what looks like in, insane political corruption. So, What's the status on the federal case, though? Unknown, but okay. ongoing. It's still possible that that could happen. And do you know what the charges associated with that are? It has to do with the mail threat. Right. Do you know the... the the amount of time you could spend in jail. I, I don't. I, I think we discussed it previously, but I, it's not on the top. Let me of know in the live chat because maybe, maybe something will still happen. It's not going to. <laughs> so, so curious point. Number one is the prosecutors say, well, Jesse, you're off the hook, but not only does Kim Fox, who's the, who's at the center of this, she's the cook County prosecutor, the state prosecutor for cook County a DA. Basically she says, yeah, we, we had a case, uh, sufficient to convict Jesse. Not only that, but her deputy, her her the guy who works under her, his name is Joseph Maggots. Unfortunate name, but that Ew. is his name. He comes out and says, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's guilty." And and so it's an odd it's an odd concession for prosecutors to make. But this is what uh, this is what that sounds like. I believe based on the facts and the evidence that was presented in the charging decision made by this office, this office believed that they could prove him guilty. Does dropping the charges vindicate him? No. Does it exonerate him? No. Do you believe that he is innocent? I do not believe he's innocent. So you believe he's guilty? Yes. So why drop the charges? Based on all the facts and circumstances, based on his lack of criminal background, I mean, we 
defer or do alternative prosecutions. In the last two years, we've done it on 5,700 other felony cases. Okay, so they also cited Jesse's apparent um, community service. I guess yeah. he does some community service in Chicago. That's fine, and maybe that's wasn't it just some fucking clerical work for like? I think it, and I think it was for. And it was like some LGBT progressive. It, it was like political, you know. It was like some stuffing envelopes or some some crap for like a day. The point is, how is that a how is past community service a reason to be exonerated of present transgressions? That's a very bizarre. Maybe you could make the case for leniency, as in, listen, he's not a criminal previously. He'd be a first time offender, and he's been a stand up citizen previously. Okay. Maybe you get leniency, but to be off the hook, not because right. the, the facts of the case didn't support conviction, but because you were a good guy in your past life. Okay. If I work up enough good boy points, if I build them up and then I, I rob I a store, can I, yeah. yeah. Is it, is it like that? Yeah. Does it, I mean, does it I expected watch? them to say we're inundated with deal with prosecuting violent crimes. Yeah. And it's bogging down the legal system. We can't deal with this right now, but they didn't do that. I would imagine that that's the real reason. I mean, he did say 5,700 other cases were given alternative outcomes. Right? Maybe that's part of it. But beyond that, it just looks like a massive case of corruption on the part of Kim oh, yeah. Fox, who you heard from there uh, um, at the start. And I'll get back to her in a moment. But I should note that the uh, the police and uh, the police chief and the mayor, Rahm Emanuel, who you referenced, are both very pissed off. Here's what they uh, they sounded like at a press conference on uh, Tuesday. This is a whitewash of justice. A grand jury could not have been clearer. To then say not only is the cost, the $10,000 doesn't come cost financially, but all the other repercussions of this decision it made to me, where is the accountability in the system? Do I think justice will serve? No. Where do I think justice is? I think this city is still owed an apology. I've heard that they wanted their day in court with TV cameras, so America could know the truth, but no, they chose to hide behind secrecy and broker a deal to circumvent the judicial system. Yeah. Uh, and not only that, but this, so the city outside of, um, the city officials outside of Cook County prosecutor, what's her face, Kim Fox, they're all very pissed off about it to the degree that the city of Chicago has sent Jesse a, a, a bill basically for $130,000 to pay for the overtime associated, the investigator overtime associated with this case. They threaten, they, they threaten some kind of lawsuit or they say in an attempt to resolve this matter without further legal action, mm -hmm. the city requires immediate payment. I mean, that to me implies that they'd sue him or something, but I don't know I'd be, I don't have the legal mind to know how that would play out. If he was not convicted, do they have standing to sue him? Even if the investigation. I don't know. Was, Maybe there's some kind like of bunk? civil proceeding. I, I, I have no idea. It'd be nice to see him on the hook for the bill. It, well, it, it wouldn't absent. just be the overtime too. It's the, the, the lost time, the other cases that weren't investigated in the interim. Chicago has yeah. serious problems. Yeah. 12 detectives were held up for what, what was it? Five days. Something like that. Yeah, they had massive manpower right. in this. That's why the bill even seems small to me, to be honest. Uh, now, about uh, Kim Fox, this is, you got to look at how this developed uh, and, and the order in which things developed because it, it, it's, 
any one of the things that she did is bad in appearance, but in combination, good Lord, these are all terrible. So it's nicely summarized by the National District Attorneys Association, which issued a press release, a statement basically on prosecutorial best practices and, you know, a, a, uh, a condemnation of Kim Fox uh, to go with it. But these are the, okay. So these are the things that Kim Fox did. Okay. Recall she initially recused herself way Sorta. back. I mean, she said, yeah, like I have some personal connection, so I'm recusing myself. Well, that never actually did happen. Mm-hmm. What happened? She may have kind of recused herself by which I mean her personally, not her staff though. Right. But, but she just, the recusal, if it happened is just passing it off to other people in her office. So the best practice is actually, if you have a conflict of interest as a prosecutor, you pass it off to an entirely different special prosecutor's office so that this crap doesn't happen. She kind of wanted to have her cake and eat it too, like recuse herself, but still have direction of people handling it such that she could let him off the hook and somehow claim to be ethically responsible. when that does not appear to have been the case. We discussed last week how she was in text communication with Tina Chen, a former Michelle Obama chief of staff and a member of Jesse's, uh, as well as a member of Jesse's family who she was talking to. Uh, so how to, were these texts acquired? Do you know? I think it was a public records request. Really? I believe because I think, I believe she had these, uh, these, these texts on her official communication device. When will they know? learn? Yeah. Color me shocked. So anyway, she'd been having conversations behind the scenes and Tina Chen admits to these about going light on Jesse because, you know, he's a family friend or he's connected to political people with political interest or whatever. I, I spoke about it earlier, but it's, it's mentioned in this press release as well. The failure to secure at least acknowledgement of culpability in exchange for leniency. That's, that's just generally viewed as a prosecutorial failure. Yeah. If you believe they're guilty, you believe you have the case, but you don't at least get acknowledgement of culpability. What are you doing? Okay. Remember that the case was actually sealed. Right. And Kim Fox, she's gone all over the place on this. So she sent an order to seal the case, the file of the case upon the dropping of the charges. But the police department then released the investigation files anyway, upon a separate freedom of information act request, public records request. So Kim Fox sent a second order to make sure the first order also applied to the police department. And then the case The case was wiped from the Cook County Clerk's Office database as if it had never happened. All the while, Kim Fox has issued a series of conflicting statements about whether, in fact, she intended to seal the case, which it appears that she did. Is she She trying to protect herself? Probably. I mean, probably both. both. Probably both. This is even worse. In an email published uh, Wednesday, this is in the Daily Mail, but it's all over. These emails show Fox looking. This is an internal email to her staff, and it shows her looking for cases that would justify her decision. She says, quote, we are looking for examples, felony preferable, where we, in exercising our discretion, have entered into verbal agreements with defense attorneys to dismiss charges against an offender if certain conditions were met, such as payment of restitution, completion of community service completion of class, et cetera. But the defendant was not placed in a formal diversion program. Nobody's in trouble. We are just looking for further examples of how we as prosecutors use our discretion in a way that restores the victim, but causes minimal harm to the defendant in the long run. 
Uh, the rest of the things to update. Trump himself has promised promised a, a federal investigation into how these things will handle. It's po- it's, it is possible that Kim Fox faces some kind of potential legal discipline in addition to maybe uh, legal profession discipline, like being disbarred. Nothing's going to happen. Remains to be seen. Nothing's going to happen to any of these people. Come on. And as we mentioned before, the federal investigation into the potential mail charges for Jesse Smollett, almost certainly mailing a uh, a threat letter to himself. Now, the police previously, remember, they had said definitively that he mailed it to himself. I've not seen any direct evidence. Of course, I find the circumstantial evidence to be plenty for me to make my own personal conclusion. Uh, but I, I don't know if it's... Were there fingerprints found on it? I can't quite remember. I, I never saw that. But recall that you, you had all the pieces of it at the, the Nigerian brother's house. That, that doesn't necessarily implicate Jesse directly, but you know, given his connection to the brother. The question is, will it all be sufficient for a federal prosecution? Remains to be seen. Uh, yes, but nothing's going to happen to him anyway. Yeah, I, I share that. I think legally, I share that prediction. I want to talk about predictions when we're all finished up here. But we'll get to some of the media spin because Jesse gives a statement on Tuesday. He walks out and he maintains his um, his victimhood and how he's been abused and how he's going to continue sticking up for marginalized people. Here's Jesse on Tuesday. I've been truthful and consistent on every single level since day one. I would not be my mother's son if I was capable of one drop of what I've been accused of. This has been an incredibly difficult time, honestly one of the worst of my entire life. But I am a man of faith, and I'm a man that has knowledge of my history, and I would not bring my family, our lives, or the movement through a fire like this. I just wouldn't. Now I'd like nothing more than to just get back to work and move on with my life. But make no mistakes, I will always continue to fight for the justice, equality, and betterment of marginalized people everywhere. So again, thank you for all the support. Thank you for faith, and thank you to God. Bless y'all. Thank you very much. Wow. That's bold. Some bold shit right there. If these people are so marginalized, why would you have to fake the attack? Yeah, Just walk out on the street and presumably you'll be beaten up by a racist white person. In Chicago, in the middle of the night. Did you see Brian Stelter during CNN's yes. Tuesday coverage? Brian Stelter uh, says... <laughs> Eunuch Brian Stelter says the narrative is yeah. Eunuch Brian Stelter says the narrative has changed. Jesse Smollett has gone from victim to villain, back to victim, and we may never know what actually happened. Here's Brian Stelter. The narrative has once again changed from victim, uh, you know, to villain, back to victim. It's been very confusing, as as Ryan was saying. Uh, people don't know what to believe, and we may never really know what happened on the street that night in Chicago. Uh, but for his fans, for his friends, this is a triumphant moment uh, that he can now get back to is, what he wants to do. Which is people out of money and. Oh God! He wants to. What he wants to do is get back to work. So I've seen conflicting reports on that front too, because I've seen reports that he is going to be permanently fired from Empire. Recall he was written out of this season, but I've also seen statements from Empire staff and Fox Broadcasting supporting him what? after this whole thing. So he, whether or not he'll actually be able to get back to work, as Brian Stelter forecasts, remains to be seen. People Talk are more. not confused by this. Nobody believes that. Everybody knows that he was guilty and can see that he just had the right connections so that he wouldn't be yeah. prosecuted. This is insane. Speaking of insane, did you see his lawyer, you Tina suck. Tina Glandian, on the Today Show? I could not yes. believe this watching it on Thursday morning. It's like you, saying nothing would be 
it, way better than this. Just so she goes on there and in a nine minute interview doubles down on everything. Jesse's a victim. We don't actually even know if the Nigerian guys did this to him. We got to find the real, you know, we got to find the real killers for OJ's uh, wife and we got to find uh, the real attackers in the Jesse case, just like that. But what people are, are really focused on, and I think is the most interesting, is the part where she says, because Savannah Guthrie asks her, uh, why did Jesse say the attackers were white? She says, well, these brothers are known to wear whiteface. One of them dressed up as the Joker once. They're known to wear whiteface. So they could have worn whiteface, then put on a ski mask. So convincing that they tricked their good friend Jesse after receiving a $3,500 check from him for a nutrition and training program that they had agreed to. Jesse was just tricked. Here's uh, Here's the lawyer, Jesse's lawyer. Tina Glandian. Again, he could not see their body. Uh, everything was covered, and he had a full ski mask on except the area around the eyes. He did tell police that he, from what he saw, he thought it was pale skin or uh, white or pale skin was, I think, what he said. Why did he say that? He could have said, I don't know. He could have, but this, again, he's but being But if it's truthful. the Osendiro brothers, what are the chances that that's the case, that he saw somebody with light skin? Well, you know, I mean, I think there's... Obviously, you can disguise that. You could put makeup on. There is actually, interestingly enough, a video. You know, I think police did minimal investigation in this case. It was. It took me all of five minutes to Google. You know, I was looking up the brothers, and one of the first videos that showed up actually was one of the brothers in white face doing a Joker monologue with white makeup on. And so it's not. It's not implausible. <gasps> it's totally implausible. <laughs> That's the most implausible thing I've ever heard. Did you see the images of the guy in his Joker costume? Uh, oh my God. Uh, notice how not white he looks. Like even if it was this in a ski mask, that's not a white guy. Uh, so I, I don't know. I thought that was one of the most hilarious pieces of, of news media and interviewing I've heard in quite some time. I mean, uh, good. I hate to say this, but good for Savannah Guthrie for asking the kind of question that backed the lawyer into a corner. Yeah. So much so that she had to answer in that way. It, it was a pretty decent interview by Savannah Guthrie. And I was mentioning yeah. that in my video. She, she's, it's hard for me to appreciate her, especially after what she did to Nick Sandman. Oh, yeah. It's hard for me to say, yeah, all right, good job. But, you know, she did. <laughs> she asked. It's not that hard to ask that question. I suppose it's a pretty obvious question. But she did ask the question that prompted one of the most legendary lawyer explanations I've ever heard. Right, I won't right. forget. That just goes to show that the left's perception of this case has also changed. They were out for blood with him too. People on the left are not buying this. I, I just don't believe it. I think some of the hardcores might. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, did you see Chris Rock roasting yes. Jussie? Because okay. this was news this week. Jussie was nominated for an NAACP award. <laughs> He was nominated <laughs> nominated for Best Supporting Actor in his role uh, in The Attack, maybe? I don't know. No, he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor in for his role in Empire by the NAACP Image Awards. Hosted on Saturday night, he did not win, but host Chris Rock did have some fun at, uh, at his expense. So here's, uh, here's what Chris Rock had to say. an award they said no Jesse Smollett jokes <laughs> yeah I know I know what a waste of light skin you know you know what I could do with that light skin 
that curly hair, my career would be out of here. He's fucking running Hollywood. What the hell was he thinking? <laughs> from now on, I ain't never gonna know just you, Jesse. From now on, you don't even get the you no more. That you was respect. You ain't getting no respect from me. I'm in favor of that. I remember when this first this story first broke, and I'd never heard of this guy. And it took me after reading an article or two that I realized, wait, his name is Jesse, not yeah. Jesse, J U, Jesse. I think we said it wrong or incorrectly. Yeah, I just couldn't. yeah, what a stupid name. So yeah, I'm in favor of that. But I did want to get on the record um, predictions for what's next. Uh, I think we we share the view that Jesse. Do you think he's going to be off legally 100% like with the feds oh, yeah. too? Oh yeah. That's that's my view, but I don't know that it's going to be political politically motivated or corruption like it was in Chicago and Cook County. I just from what I've read the federal case might not be able to tie him definitively to mailing that thing to himself. Even though come on, we all basically know that he did that. No, it's going to be corruption. <laughs> you think it's corruption? But it's like Trump's DOJ investigating all this stuff, too. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, just nothing's going to happen to him. There's just there's just no way. I think the um, so here's here's my prediction, too. I do agree that there's a ton of damage done to him in the public. eye. I think there's some fringe leftists who will hang on. We're going to call them Jesse truthers. That's who these people are. But I do think so. I I do think uh, Hollywood will still try to prop him up. So whether he's still on Empire or he gets hired by somebody else, I bet he still gets work. And I bet whatever he does tanks in viewership, but he's still going to be hired. Like I can, I can envision a situation. That's what I predict. I think he's going to keep being hired, but what he does is not successful, but they still want to prop him up because my social justice or, or whatever, you know? God, I hope you're wrong. Watch. You're probably um, right, though. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he's going to be bagging groceries at your neighborhood grocery store soon. That'd be that'd be funny, but I, I just don't I think so. I doubt it. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Um, next up is uh, the arrest of Michael Avenatti, but perhaps we should take a break beforehand. Sure. Do, 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 do. Okay. Uh, man, Spider, EG1, this is off topic. So game journalists, you know the ones who can't jump over an obstacle with clear instructions, have decided... But the Nintendo Switch online market is now bigoted and sexist. Hmm. What? That's not that's news to me. I if you're a video game player though, I mean that's Gamergate stuff, man. You're automatically racist and sexist. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, Game of Microphones. Matt, the final season of Game of Thrones is almost here. No. We'd love to have you guest host on Game of Microphones during season eight. Let's make Westeros great again. Love you too, Blonde. I I'm bet you've a... never seen it, have you? I'm not aware of that show, actually. I assume it's what, like a, po- a Game of Thrones podcast or something? Uh, yeah, presumably. Uh, that'd be awesome. I would happily take the invitation. Unfortunately, so Sundays for the next few weeks for me, I can't reschedule this show, even though I think it's going to conflict. So we're going to do this show, and then I'll have to watch immediately after or whenever it's on HBO Go or HBO On Demand or whatever the thing is. Were you considering so, rescheduling the show so you could watch Game of Thrones early? Um, I mean, I really want to watch it, yeah. But you can still watch it. I know, but the but the spoilers, you know. Oh my god! Are you not going to watch it basically week by week? I, I am. Yeah. It's just like blood porno now, though, and now we have two people banging their brothers. Not into it. Yeah, I I I could talk a lot about what I want to happen. And rape can you fit in one show? It's just like rape all the time. 
I can't, I don't know if I can handle it. Great I'm show. Still watch can't it. wait to watch. <laughs> Baked Penguin won. Matt, with your twins cap and your hatred for uh, Al East, I'm going to call you Kirby Fuck It. At least until Al baseball. East. The, uh, that's the jihadi baseball division. No, no that's AL. I'm just, I'm like, I wouldn't expect you to know that. I just like I, I, Al East. <laughs> what is American? American League East. AL oh, I was East. like Alabama East. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm going to call you Kirby Fuck It. At oh, nice. Until baseball starts again. Blonde, you look smocking hot. As nice. With the C? Yep. Good. Uh, Mellow E. Good evening to you, our blonde fear and our sidekick. Guys, what is with the Matt and I once made love gay jokes? I know it's super gay and make, reading them makes me uncomfortable. We did have the historian inform us the origin and I foolishly I did not jot it down. So <laughs> if you're the historian guy and you're out there, send me an email so I can have a written record why this which you probably have done in the past and i missed also but do it again it's probably it. just because everybody knows that matt's a four foot eleven flaming homosexual yeah that's the keep saying that <laughs> makes it true jay's not here did you ever think you would have so many fans my video of boxing in my basement say i'm going to beat up matt then ranting i am gay never really took off oh you're that guy you're the you're the yeah that guy's <laughs> name was retard police <laughs> if that Jay, is you cheers it, I doubt that there's a second person with a similar story. Um, um, JVG. To answer the question, though, I, I, I had hoped, I had kind of dreamed that we get to this point, but I, I don't know that I would say that I expected it. Neither did I. No, and it's been it's been awesome. It's, it's just been awesome. a nice, slow trajectory, so you stay appropriately under the radar. That's right, nice. right. Just a little under the radar, so you don't get the heat of some of the bigger players. And one day, Matt will get his hit piece. Yeah. One day. I'll make sure of it. Take your swing. I will. Uh, yeah. JVD 961. Did you see that fat turd Chanks take on Jesse Smollett case? I don't know how someone's brain can work that way. No, but I didn't I did see people not. in the live chat saying he believes them. He, uh, I got to check this out. I rarely watch Jank or the Young Turks because I just, oh, just, oh God, why bother? But if, if he actually believes Jesse, if he's a Jesse truther, I, I'll, I'll listen to his case. Oh God. Uh, Neil Molinari, Molinari, Tim Pool is missing the top half of his skull. Change my mind. I won't. <laughs> I don't exposed know. Brain. Just exposed brain. <laughs> Ryan Glowacki. It's been a long time. Enjoy some cash. Cannibal Army 2020. Join the fight. Join. Well, I think thanks. He's serious about this cannibal army. Uh, Aggie Jet Pilot. Blonde, did you see Stefan Molyneux's video this week talking about the difference between men and women, i.e., men prefer risk, women prefer security? Lean socialist sounded like you wrote it for him. I did see it. Um, he's totally right, of course, as he usually is. Um, I love his his new video series, his, his Thought Bites. They're like 10-minute segments on hmm. Stephen Molyneux. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a frequent Molyneux viewer, but I could <laughs> check be. it out. Uh, Boogeyman917, reportedly, Jesse swallowed it. We'll now be utilizing the O.J. Simpson method of finding his attackers. Thanks, as always, for the Sanity Safe Space. You're welcome. Denver Royals, you know it's bad and corrupt Chicago mayor is calling you out for corruptness. Hey, yeah. don't make it that obvious, you idiots. Uh, Rob Emanuel. Yeah. yeah, it was weird to be like, yeah, Rom. Yeah. You go, Rom. Yeah. Appreciate like, it. Rom Emanuel did come out later in the week and say something to the effect of Jesse was put up to this by Trump's America, basically. Like he, he blamed Trump indirectly for this happening. But the first I, thing he said was right. It was like yeah. that week that Diane Feinstein was awesome. I'm like, what is happening? Oh, when she confronted those yeah. kids, those people putting up kids for their political purposes. Yeah. Too bad she didn't like bite off one of their heads at the end. <laughs> that would have been sweet. 
Uh, EC yeah. Morgan 69 thanks for your work. I can't stay, but I'll watch the show in the morning at work. Have a good show. Thank you. We will. Das Pooch. MSU just beat Duke. Final four. Woo. LOL. Suck a D. U of M fans. Well, there you go. I don't pay attention to basketball it's at all. Basketball. But oh, okay. Yeah. Jay says, on the Greg Gutfeld show on Fox News, they ran a skit with Tom Shalou acting in which they represent Russia Gators as cucks. Also, what the insulin companies are doing to T1 diabetes is criminal. Those are two disjointed thoughts, but I appreciate yeah. that. And I, I don't do know much Greg about Gutfeld. either, unfortunately. <laughs> Cigarbro165. Hi, guys. I love the show. I want to let you know I start the Police Academy for Baltimore City very soon. I can provide oh, cool. some inside details if you guys are interested. Wish me luck. Good luck. Stay and, safe. And good luck. And that's, that's yeah, I mean, that's a, you're stepping up in that uh, part of the country, I would say. So, so all the best. And yeah, if, if you keep those body cams, do you want to share, on. you want to share whatever, happy to take emails. Um, Miles Kinzel. Hey guys, went to the dentist this week to have wisdom teeth extracted. The only Ooh. thing that kept me from going insane with agony is at least Hillary is not the president. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. I hope that that hydrocodone helps you too. Um, Wolf Bear, love the show. I watch during my workouts each week by downloading and listening. You're both great perspective to hear relevant news from shout out to the hashtag unbearables and Owen Benjamin. Shout out to Owen Benjamin if you're watching. Sure Which if people didn't hear on Wednesday too, we got a caller that confirmed about the YouTube cancellation of subscriptions and super chats. He got an yep. email that confirmed that this had happened. So yep, yep, yep. just updating last week's story. Let's do a few more Spencer bet. YouTube premium gives a free $2 super chat. Use it on you guys. You should check out. Oh, cool. Zach Thanks. King, red pilled Asian YouTuber. He'd be cool to have on the show. Love you guys. Blonde more. Cause I'm not gay. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, due to the technical difficulties this week too, I, I don't have the soundboard at my disposal, so I can't oh, do yeah. the can't do all the fun go, go home, home bitches and ha gays and all that. Yeah. Oh, Roseanne, how I love her. Uh, Rainer Chen, uh, this is the last one for right now, and then I'll circle back. Um, how likely do you think Trump facilitated the Jesse charges being dropped? Uh, he would have 0%. links from a high-profile case to the swamp he could run on for 2020. Have a that's good some one, guys, that's some deep tinfoil, man. Nope, that did not even occur to me. And I'm pretty far gone. I'd need some additional circumstantial evidence at least to even entertain the thought. Anything on Streamlabs? Uh, yeah, just a few. But I, I, pre I do appreciate the tinfoil. I like a good like tinfoil like theory, tin regardless. Uh, Cameron says, um, with Jesse off the hook, the theory is he's going to be killed by racist Trump supporters in an act of vigilante justice. This will cause further tension between the races and lead to more discrimination against whites keep an eye on this history. Yeah. It sounds like the forecast of the Christchurch shooter. In fact, maybe, yeah. maybe Jesse is an actor in that guy's plot. Maybe we've come full circle. Mike Donovan says, uh, what do you think about the convention of States organic movement or just corporatists being corporatists? Assuming it happens, what are the chances that the commies just filibuster it? If you're not familiar, you should investigate and make a vid. Uh, I'm, I'm familiar. Generally, I guess I'm not clear thinking on the spot right now, how, big business or corporate interests would benefit from a convention of states. Cause I'm generally in favor of the idea. Right. I think you could, you could make some meaningful adjustments uh, in favor of constitutional fidelity and constitutional limitation by doing this. But I don't see what big business has to gain necessarily. So right. if you got more thoughts on that, send, send them my way. Algebarist says, Hey Matt, thought I'd send you a Bible verse uh, or a Bible verse. A wise man's heart inclines him to the right, but a fool's heart to the left. Wisdom like that, it's time for you to convert. Well, I, I don't, I definitely don't identify as a leftist or a member of the of the political left. 
Um, I don't necessarily identify as a conservative as far as government is concerned, because historically speaking, they've wanted a little more government intervention than I would be comfortable with. That doesn't mean that I disagree with conservative values necessarily, especially as they apply in like your personal or family life. But yeah, I mean, I think we're much more friends than foes. Uh, and I appreciate it. Texastangelist, even though duct tape and chicken wire, uh, even through duct tape and chicken wire, you guys rule my Duncan evening. I've been watching Jim Carrey fighting with Mussolini's granddaughter over one of his paintings and tweeting it with a nuanced message about fascism. I've not been following that. I guess I've got to check it out. Bill says the banning of white separatism is another reminder that peaceful removal of ourselves from the multicultural hell, hell world future that is planned will not be allowed. Tax cattle must stay on the plantation. Huh? Uh, KL climate says I'm genuinely sad and disappointed that there was a meeting in Mel Melbourne and no one let me know. Oh. Tassie is uh, not, Oh, this is the city in which he lives. It's not that far, and I would have likely come to all of you in Sydney and Melbourne. Next time you organize a meetup, spread the word to the rest of us. So, yeah, you guys should uh, send each other emails using the uh, the contact sheet. I'm sure you can uh, get it on their suite. Remember, they, they looked like a good crew last week with their yeah, like, fancy really attire dapper. and looked yeah. like they were at some fancy bar or something. So, yeah, I'm sure you can get in on that. Thanks, everyone. We'll circle back to the rest of these later. Now it's time to talk Avenatti which I did not have a lot of time to look at the specifics of what's going on here. I oh, understand it's, it's so funny. Oh my some God. type of extortion scheme against Nike. Yes. Let me, so, let me know the details here. Avenatti arrested on Monday in New York City on charges of trying to extort up to $25 million from Nike by threatening to publicize claims that company employees authorize payments to the families of top high school basketball players. I, I heard the whisperings of some of these things a few months ago. I'd imagine that it's probably Whisperings true. of Nike doing that or Avenatti scheming? Of Nike doing that. Okay. Um, so I think it was kind of like a well-known secret. I don't know. It, it, yeah, I mean, the claim itself seems plausible. It seems plausible, yeah. Yeah. So he was also separately charged on a second federal case in Los Angeles with embezzling a client's money in order to pay his own expenses and debts and those of his law firm and coffee company and of defrauding a bank. He has a coffee company? Yeah. I know. What's, do you know what it is? I have no idea. I'm going to Google this while you continue. Get this. He faces almost 100 years in prison if convicted in both cases. And probable wow. disbarment. Yeah. And it sounds like there's a solid case against him. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. This other guy, this Tully's. other trial lawyer, uh, is it Garagos? Is that? Yeah. Mark Garagos. The Jesse Smollett is getting a media gangbang guy. Yeah. Named as a co-conspirator in this extortion case. And according to Manhattan federal prosecutors, they, they together met with Nike attorneys on March 19th and made the offer they'd keep quiet about compromising information obtained by one of Avenatti's clients, an amateur basketball coach, in return for $25 million. Both have denied. Robert okay, so they, so they basically just went, they, they had somebody who informed Avenatti, listen, I know about this scheme with paying off prospective college they athletes. They immediately went to Nike and they're like, you give, give us all this money or, or we're going to tell everybody. Okay, and that's that's the crime and that's the legal professional breach and all that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that sounds pretty bad. This Garagos piece of shit. Okay, I, I loved his, his trial history. Uh, defended Chris Brown after he assaulted Rihanna. 
defended huh. Jesse Smollett and representing Colin Kaepernick in his suit against the NFL. Unreal. Which, by the way, that thing what is all over now, too. Colin Kaepernick and what's what was the other guy, Eric? What's his face? They only got um, ten million dollars out of the NFL, which you know is a lot of money, but in NFL terms, they basically just got paid to go away after yeah. the whole collusion case. Huh. Okay. And I, so, if the allegation is that they actually had a meeting with Nike in which they said, "Give us money, or we will harm you." It just happened too, and and they had been like threatening him, them, it kind of for several months, presumably. Presumably, there's documentation of that too. I would imagine that you can't just make that. Prosecutors can't just make that type of allegation without some backing of it. But we don't have any idea of what the evidence is necessarily. Just that. Nope. Okay. So we'll see. I I wonder what's going to happen to him. He did issue a statement outside of, uh, I don't know if this is outside of a courthouse or what the context was, but he walked out and, you know, bold statement, gave his side of the story. Here's, uh, here's Michael Avenatti this week. As all of you know, for the entirety of my career, I have fought against the powerful, powerful people and powerful corporations. I will never stop fighting that good fight. I am highly confident that when all of the evidence is laid bare in connection with these cases, when it is all known, when due process occurs, that I will be fully exonerated and justice will be done. Thank you. It's very important that we have due process, says Michael Avenatti. I know, right? Don't rush to judgment. Um, that was interchangeable with Jesse Smollett's statement. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I am my mother's son. I didn't do any of this. I've been Inter- fighting the good fight against the man my whole <laughs> life. All right. Interestingly, Michael Avenatti had threatened Nike and he's going to ruin the company and cost him all kinds of money, yada, yada, yada. He was tweeting this week, in fact. He had tweeted right before he was arrested. <laughs> I got this big breaking story on Nike. We're going to bust him up, whatever. Uh, so far, that's not actually happening. Nike did take a momentary brief stock hit, very minor, but it closed the week ahead. So it's kind of ironic that even his big breaking story, even if it's true, which again, it might be, the allegation itself might actually be true. I'm pretty sure it's, I bet it's true. Doesn't not sound that like I get Nike. A shit. It's like, do I have to choose between this company that I hate and this person that I hate? Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking about that. Let's see. I hate both of them. Who do I want to see more punished, Nike or Michael Avenatti? I guess Avenatti because Avenatti is doing more actual damage to people. Like what he did in the Kavanaugh case is something that yeah. uh, I think is worthy of punishment, to be honest. Yeah, what yeah. Nike is doing is it's just em- pandering. It's like and embracing values that I disagree with, but it's not ruining lives. Michael yeah. Avenatti is out to ruin lives in the case of what he did with Julie Swetnick against Kavanaugh and things like that. It's true. I can deal with people who disagree with me and I'll say, eh, you know, I just don't want to consume your product anymore. But somebody like Mike Levinati is actually predatory in his uh, behavior. He also didn't make my favorite shoe. So what, uh, which, which, oh, you mean Nike made your favorite shoe? I see. Yeah. So I, you know, one for plus one for Nike. I Googled it and his coffee chain was Tully's, which I've seen before. Seriously. It's dead now though. It died in October. What? I've seen Tully's According to Business Insider, which I'm looking at right now, uh, the coffee chain purchased by Michael Avenatti and Patrick Dempsey is finally truly dead. 
Tully's coffee chain, once acquired by Michael Avenatti and Grey's Anatomy star Patrick Dempsey, is dead five years after they purchased it. Uh, they've agreed never to operate a coffee chain or any other food or beverage business under the name again. It's whatever. It sounds I like could it's have sworn that I saw one like very recently. Maybe they sold it. This reporting is in October. Huh. Hmm. I now I know what K cups to avoid. To put in my Keurig, <laughs> not Tully's. Oh geez. All right. Uh, I'm excited to talk about this next topic. Because this was a delight. Of course, we talked about the Green New Deal when it was uh, revealed on Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's website. And they said that right-wing trolls edited it somehow. Like they edited Joy Reid's blog to make her look bad. Remember, it was like no planes, no cow farts, uh, all that kind of stuff. We're going to revolutionize the world with technology we don't even understand yet. And it's all going to be mandatory. Yada, yada, yada. We went through the whole thing. Well, Throw money at those unwilling to work. That's right. That was the scandal. The mm-hmm. we're going to give money to the unwilling to work. Okay. That well, fact. on Tuesday, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell actually held a formal vote on the Green New Deal. I mentioned at the top of the show, it failed, <laughs> zero to fifty-seven, with forty-three Democrats voting present. Uh. Forty-three Democrats voted present. They say in protest. These include many of the presidential candidates who have stated they are in favor of the bill but still refuse to support it in this context. But it's the 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 version of the bill that was brought to the Senate floor is it's unedited. It's the same version of the bill they claim to support. In considering this bill, Mike Lee of Utah pulled off a legendary troll move of pulling up the Reagan riding a velociraptor meme to explain the I don't know, he's he's Talking, it's hard to explain the trolling, but it's just good trolling. Here's here's Mike Lee of uh, of Utah treating this bill as it deserves to be treated. This is, of course, a picture of former President Ronald Reagan uh, naturally firing a, a machine gun while riding on the back of a dinosaur. You'll notice a couple of important features here. Uh, first of all, uh, the rocket launcher uh, strapped to President Reagan's back, and then the stirring, unmistakable patriotism of the velociraptor holding up a tattered (laughs) American flag. While awesome, in real life, there was no climactic battle. There was no battle with or without velociraptors. But that quibble actually serves our purposes here today, Mr. President, because this image has as much to do with overcoming communism in the 20th century as the Green New Deal has to do with overcoming climate change in the 21st. Future without air travel. How are we supposed to get around the vast expanses of, say, Alaska during the winter? Well, I'll tell you how. Tauntauns, Mr. President. This is a beloved species of reptile mammals native to the ice planet of Hoth. So good for Mike Lee. I, I like to see a little trolling spirit make its way yeah. onto the floors of uh, Congress. Now, of course, as I mentioned, the Democrats themselves uh, refused to support this bill, and they offered statements as to why. So Chuck Schumer says, We're not going to stand for sham bills that the other side is voting no on. Cory Booker says, Real leadership today would have been Mitch McConnell saying, You know what? This is such a crisis, an existential crisis, that my children and grandchildren will be dealing with it, and I'm not going to form a select... Oh, and that I'm going to form a select committee to deal with the crisis. So 
Cory Booker says voting for the bill, not good enough. Mitch McConnell needs to create a committee to deal with it. Well, just vote for the, what if the committee says, yeah, we like the Green New Deal. Presumably Cory Booker would be in favor of that. Uh, Maisie Hirono says, uh, the majority leader does not call this resolution up for a vote because he thinks climate change is an urgent threat to our country. In fact, he has opposed nearly every congressional effort to confront the climate crisis. Give me a break. The Green New Deal is an aspirational plan to combat climate change, create high-paying jobs, and develop a, more, develop a more sustainable economy that allows communities, families, and individuals to thrive, which is why I'm voting no today, apparently, or at least voting present. That's what yeah, Maisie yeah. Hirono did. Richard uh-huh. Blumenthal from Connecticut appeared on MSNBC to say uh, much the same thing. Here's him explaining his present vote. You have signed on to Senator Markey's Green New Deal. How will you be voting today? I support the Green New Deal. We may be voting present simply as a kind of protest against the McConnell stunt here. It really is, in a way, a real disservice to the legislative process to put on the floor a proposal that he knows the president won't sign that is done just to drive a wedge between different parts of our Democratic colleagues. Well, no, there's, there's, there's legislation that that it is known the president would not sign that Democrats want to bring to the floor. If this is something that you sign on to and you and you agree with, why not just vote yes to it. Why not just support it? Well, I do support it. I will vote yes if we have a real vote, not a show vote. Oh, so we need a real vote. (laughs) We need a Blumenthal certified real vote. So that's the problem. I really don't understand this argument. I mean, even if the bill has no shot, why the hesitation to put your support on record? Uh, if If you support it as written, put your name to it, because it's, yes. it's aspirational. Everybody knows that it's that it's totally infeasible. And, they won't admit it, though. And nonsense. Yeah, I know. But Nancy Pelosi got pretty close, and and, and Feinstein pretty much did. Hmm. Uh, Nancy Pelosi was like, "This is cute," but it's, they even it's claim that it's politically popular. They say things like, "Most Americans support it. Americans are on board with this. They want good jobs and environmentalism." Well, if that's the case, then then a yes vote is a is an asset to you, not a liability. Right, right, right. Um, I should point out, I'm I'm not in the business of defending AOC because I hate her guts, hmm. but this is not her child, the Green New Deal. This was a Green Party platform that she modified slightly. She actually developed almost none of it on her own. But she has taken up the torch as basically the the prime proponent of it. And she remember she right, said things to the effect. But this is her idea. But well, what I'm saying is her statements would imply that even like when she said oh, yeah, people yeah. who criticize it, you you put up a better plan because I'm the boss until you do things. But we like should that. remember that many stupid people contributed to the making oh, of this platform. Sure, I even though she's the figurehead here. Well, all these Senate Democrats have come out in favor of it. So whether or not they invented the idea, they've all said, "Yeah, good idea." One which I support, Richard Blumenthal included. Such a good idea that I will not vote on it unless it's a real vote, as I say. Okay, but Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is out on a few platforms claiming this is this is her bit, that it's some doomsday scenario unless we all support the Green New Deal, that this this problem is so severe that we're all going to die. Not just that we're all going to die. People are dying right now. And unless we sign on to the Green New Deal, we don't care about people dying, things to that effect. So she, she had some comments in her House committee this week and also in a 
um, in a town hall on MSNBC. Here's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez making the case for the Green New Deal's revival. People are more concerned about helping oil companies than helping their own families. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. Sassy Latinx. This is about our lives. Or whatever. This is about American lives. And it should not be partisan. People are dying. This is serious. This should not be a partisan issue. This is about our constituents and all of our lives. So this issue is not just about our climate. First and foremost, we need to save ourselves, period. There will be no future for the Bronx. There will be no, oh, no. livable future for generations good. <laughs> coming. Historically cool. speaking, we have Bronx. mobilized our entire economy around war. It doesn't have to be that way, especially when our greatest existential threat is climate change. Seriously. And so to get us out of this situation, to revamp our economy, to create dignified jobs for working Americans, to guarantee health care and ele- elevate our educational opportunities and attainment, we will have to mobilize, mobilize our entire economy around saving ourselves and taking care of this planet. Saving ourselves. It's all this doomsday prophecy now. It's so bizarre. I, I do love her, though. I do. <sighs> I don't understand. She's just so dumb and confident. It is the perfect combination. Like pretty hot, super confident, really dumb. She is a gift to Republicans. Yeah, I I suppose you could appreciate her in that way. I mean, it drives me. Yeah, you think I like appreciate her actual skill set? The bitch is worthless. (laughs) Good. We're clear on that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, the moralizing about her opposition bothers me because there's so many ways in which you can disagree with her. One, you can disagree with her, her diagnosis of the problem of climate change. Two, you could actually agree with her diagnosis of the problem but disagree with her prescription. That is to say, yeah, maybe I agree that there's some issue here. That said, uh, I, I, it's so interesting how she always says mobilize our economy. You actually mean handicap it. Did you ever basically watch kill the it. Mr. Reagan video no. Oh my God. That that is a Justice <laughs> Democrats line that they've fed to her. She's always talking about mobilizing. Yeah, the, the buzzword stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they just fed her like a few lines. You know that line that she said, This is our World War Two? Yeah. She actually fucked up um a line that they gave her that was pretty similar. You can trace the origin of the dumb crap that she says. Well, sure. I don't I don't doubt that there's outside influence on her. Mm. I, without watching the video, I don't. I can't say whether I agree or disagree. You gotta watch it. It's so uh, good. So Everybody serious. watch it. Mr. Reagan's hilarious. I just, I just don't know that I need like a conspiracy to explain this. I it's guess. really not conspiratorial. It sounds way more conspiratorial than it actually is. Well, I'm not saying that dismissively. I just the theory that there's some kind of like uh, unseen influence that explains her behavior. Like I, I buy her as genuine. I just think she's very, oh, very. Oh, she foolish. believes this stuff. I, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that she doesn't. Um. But, you know, she's being there's a puppet master somewhere that is orchestrating hmm. her, her scripting her. And, it's jank. Do you think they're scripting this like doomsday prophecy stuff? Though? For sure. Yeah, that's that's where it loses. She has me. handlers like, and she really closely follows po- what they point want her to, to do. me. The, the people who are dying of climate change today. She says people are dying. Our constituents are dying. Who is dying of climate change? Who are these people? I don't know. Friends of polar bears or something. 
I guess. And she says her constituents are constituents. So don't point to me to like some sort of uh, climate issue or environmental issue in some third world country and blame that. I need a a person in her district in the Bronx or whatever it is. Someone who died of climate change (laughs) in New York City. I need to see that. Yeah. Okay. Well, the rest of the Democrats are off their rockers, too, if we want to keep moving on. Sure do. Let's uh, let's get through these guys, and then we'll take another break before we have a few more topics to close the show. Uh, I mentioned at the top this bit of Cory Booker, because every it seems like every Democrat's, Democrat is going to get their CNN town hall. Every single one. Even Hickenlooper got one. Remember, that's where he said, I watched Deep Throat with my mom. I sure they, do. They all get them. This week was Cory Booker with Don Lemon. And Cory Booker was asked by, unfortunately, I had to cut out the question. I know you appreciated it, but it was a very emotional female question asker who was yeah, asking, when like, oh when are we going to strip away our rights? Fat single mom. I don't know if she's a single <laughs> mom, but she was some fat mom. And she's like, it's so sad that I have to send my daughter to school and they have to do these drills for live shooters and yeah. if, solve all my problems and then give me some money. Please strip us of all our rights god king cory booker that's what she was asked and in response cory booker not just gave an opinion i don't like factually lied oh yeah about both the nra and federal law on guns let's listen to what uh what cory booker uh had to say here he is gun owners and non-gun owners agree that we need to have universal background checks and close so many and the nra does not represent their membership because their membership actually agrees with closing these loopholes. If I am your president, we are going to bring the fight to the NRA who wants to represent corporate gun owners, corporate gun corporations, uh, manufacturers more than they want to represent the people. They are defending loopholes like that loophole that if a man is convicted of beating his wife, he can find a loophole to go out and buy a gun and murder her. They are defending not their membership, but loopholes. (laughs) Like the loophole that says that someone on the terrorist no-fly list in our country can still go to a gun show and buy weapons or that somebody that's convicted of a violent crime can still find a loophole to go and buy a weapon Hmm. i live in newark and my mayor ros barack is doing a great job in lowering crime but there are shootings i think i'm the only person in this race that has had shootings on their block shahad smith was killed with an assault rifle on my block last year at the top of where the block where i live i'm a black man and black males are six percent of the nation's population, but they make up the majority of homicide victims in this country. Perpetrators. I am tired of going to funerals (laughs) where parents are burying their children. I am going to bring a fight. We are going to bring a fight like the NRA has never seen if they're going to defend corporate gun manufacturers more than represent this people. Underrated aspect, Don Lemon sitting there the whole time going, hmm. Yeah. Was that Tom Lemon? I did. Yeah, he's off screen. It's like, dude, you're the supposed journalist here. Everything he's saying, 100% false. Unbelievably false. Okay, to the lies. And then I want to talk about his claims, as you mentioned, about I'm just a poor black man victim, mayor of Newark. Yeah, you got some problems with that case, too. But to the actual lies, straight up lies. The NRA does not represent manufacturers or sellers. They represent their individual gun owning and gun rights advocating members. Yep. Always hate when they oh they represent the corporate interest. No, they don't. They they do not at all. They represent individual members. I disagree with them on some of the but let's not mischaracterize what they are. Uh <laughs> to the loopholes. Okay, by federal law, 
Even a misdemeanor domestic assault conviction makes you a prohibited person. You cannot possess guns. You cannot buy guns. You cannot sell guns. No exceptions. No loophole. Also, there is no loophole that allows a domestic abuser to kill his wife. That is also illegal. <laughs> Uh, so so that's not a thing. In fact, it's explicitly illegal. Not only is it not a loophole, it's against federal law, right. illegal in all 50 states. The terrorist no-fly list, that's not a loophole. The no-fly list is just a bureaucratic list made without due process. People on the no-fly list, guess what they still get? They still get their speech rights. They still get their voting rights. They're still functional citizens. Why? Because you cannot strip rights without due process, Mr. United States Senator. That's not a loophole. That's called the Constitution, the highest law in the land. Uh, Okay. And additionally, the gun show loophole, that's not a thing. We've been through that a million times. But they just mean private sale. We're talking, okay, there's nothing special (laughs) about gun shows, all right? Commercial sellers at gun shows, they still have to give you a background check per federal law for their transfers. Private individuals may have to, depending on the state, but again, not a loophole about gun shows. There's nothing special about gun shows. Private sellers may or may not have to. People in the business of transferring firearms under federal law will have to give you a background check. And then lastly, he says, this this loophole about allowing violent felons to buy guns. No, they're like prohibited person number one. Yeah. Dude, of all the people who can't possess guns anywhere legally, again, not just possess, they can't buy, they can't sell, they can't do it. They can't touch them. Even looking at them in a store might get them in trouble. There's no loophole there. Again, not a loophole, actually against federal law. Totally taken care of by federal law. Do you think do he's a being deliberately misleading or he actually knows that or knows very very little about that neither is a good explanation of course it's uh but i even though it's to his benefit i want to say that he doesn't know because he he looks confused and silly and like he's trying to recall something in his mind when he's saying it right but also very confident and defiant like or maybe he's confused about the lie that he made up prior (laughs) that's it could be that yeah really yeah. Uh, they act it, like if they say something with enough enthusiasm that it doesn't really matter. And it, it got <laughs> wild applause. Oh, yeah. Go back and listen to it. Wild applause. And it's, okay, whatever your opinion on Second Amendment, what the federal government's gun laws ought to be, you have a United States senator who is either willfully lying to you about what federal law says. Or, or he's, painfully ignorant of the law. He, has no concept. And he's saying, let's make things that are already illegal, double illegal. Because I'm Cory Booker. (laughs) And to the rest of his bullshit, by the way, how did it work out when you were mayor? It's funny to me that you say, I was mayor and people are still getting killed with assault rifles. First off, they're not assault rifles. But second off, good job as mayor, Cory. Doesn't sound like you solved the problem. Why would I vote for you to solve it nationally? Well, yeah, it's an inability to identify the problem. Let's talk about how the biggest problem with that stupid speech, which is that he identified black people as the majority victim of homicides while failing to mention that there are also majority perpetrators. Yeah, who's killing them, Corey? I know. Like, like he, it's so brazen (laughs) to me that somebody would bring that up. And then the, what is everybody, is is the implication here that they're getting slaughtered by white people? It's the whites, you know it is. Is that that what we're going to pretend? Seriously? White people with guns? It'd be nice to have that follow-up. Wouldn't it be nice to cut to one of us in the audience? <clears throat> uh, thank you, Senator Booker. Right. I'm just curious. You mentioned being a black male victim, disproportionate victim. 
who's who's doing the victimizing? Everybody Do you have the like, demographics boo, on that. Boo. <laughs> but isn't it just so brazen that somebody, a leftist, can bring that up and know that nobody's going to challenge them on it? It's, even though that's the obvious follow-up question. The last uh, understated piece I have on this, too, is it's amazing to me that they still want to pick on the NRA boogeyman. Yeah. And a lot of people, myself included, they really dropped the ball on the bump stock. On like the bump I'm very, stock thing, I, right. I didn't renew my NRA membership for that reason. I went to the GOA. The GOA is much less compromising on gun rights issues. So why are they still picking on the NRA, even though the NRA has conceded to them? They don't pick on the people who are actively fighting these things in court right now. And it goes to show. Do not try to appease these people in any way. Do not yield to them in it's not any way. not help you at all. I don't know why people yeah. bother. The NRA really dropped the ball on this. I don't know what their financial situation looks like as a result. Maybe it doesn't matter. For all I know, it doesn't. For all I know, not that many people care about bump stocks, even though for me, I don't care about, I don't even want, I don't have a bump stock. I don't want to buy one. I don't care about it. It doesn't matter. It, it's, it's the, the principle, principle of the thing. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It shall not be infringed. So I wonder. What's the point of the NRA if they're not going to? Right. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is like, even if I'm not an absolutist, that's kind of the point of the NRA when you sign up to support an organization like that. It's not really to be sort of half in, half out, sort of cave on some things, but not others. Right. No, you're the, you're the National Rifle Association. Your job is to go to bat for what may in fact actually be a fringe position on it because nobody else is going to do that. Even if it's a negotiation tactic where I take the extreme position and we, we meet somewhere in the middle, that's still your job exactly. is the no compromise position. And they really dropped the ball on that. So for me, it's like, well, what am I paying you for? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so I happily, you know, sign for, for an sure. annual tote and a tiny knife. I did get the tiny knife. I still have it and for when they ban guns, New Zealand yeah. style, I'll still have the tiny knife. Yep. Okay. Moving on to uh, Joe Biden, who's not running, but let's face it, he's running. This is the, so hilarious. I was laughing my ass off when I was. This clip this is painful. The white man's culture bit. Are you talking about the me tooing? Both. Both, Just I guess. Work together to make this perfect Joe Biden story this week. Okay, so Joe Biden spoke at the Biden Courage Awards, whatever that is. Oh, I don't even know where it was, so but weird. he was at the <laughs> Biden Courage Awards ceremony. And during the speech, he said we need to change what he calls white man's culture. This is him. Uh, explaining, I guess, what that is. Folks, I realize I get a little too passionate about this sometimes, but we all have an obligation. You gonna cry? To do nothing less than change the culture in this country. That's just the laws, we change the laws. Change the culture. You all know what the phrase rule of thumb means? In English common law, back in the late 1300s, so many women were dying at the hands of their husbands because they were a chattel, just like the cattle or the sheep, that the court of common law decided they had to do something about the extent of the death. So you know what they said? No man has a right to chastise his woman with a rod thicker than the circumference of his thumb. This is English jurisprudential culture, a white man's culture. It's got to change. It's got to change. Thank you for that, oh, white thanks. man, Joe Biden. I appreciate it. Oh, whatever. Do you have thoughts on this? I mean, Joe Biden's rule of thumb is when he sticks his thumb up Lucy Flores's butt. <laughs> That's a fantastic transition. And I'd give you a rim shot if I were able. I know. Um, but I, I'm not quite ready to move on just yet. No, that wasn't a transition. Seriously, no, though. It would have been a good one. Just, just watching him creeps me out. I'm pretty happy he got me too. Uh, I don't really know what he's talking about. I've heard this, this common law claim before. 
Yeah. But if this is just blatant pandering, right? We can all agree on that. So I looked this up before the show. I've never heard of this. Uh, and it's not clear that that's even true. This claim that like the origin of rule of thumb is that it was acceptable under English common law to beat your wife with a thinner than your thumb stick or something like that. So this is the Wikipedia on rule of thumb. Take it for, you know, with whatever grain of salt you want, but a modern, uh, folk etymology holds that the phrase derives from the maximum width of a stick allowed for wife beating under English law. This belief may have originated in a rumored statement by 18th century judge, Sir Francis Bueller or Buller, that a man may beat his wife with a stick no wider than his thumb. The rumor produced numerous jokes and satirical cartoons at Bueller's expense. However, there's no record that he made such a statement. Additionally, the English jurist, Sir, Sir William Blackstone wrote, uh, in his commentaries on the laws of England, that an old law that once allowed moderate beatings by husbands, but did not mention thumbs uh, or any specific implements, while wife beating had has been officially outlawed for centuries in England and the United States, it continued in practice. Several 19th century American court rulings referred to an ancient doctrine that the judges believed had allowed husbands to physically punish their wives using implements no thicker than their thumbs. So it's possible. I mean, it's kind of a mixed bag. There's not I a lot do, of official I'm almost certain this is a myth. And people in the live chat are saying that Karen Strawn debunked this okay. five years ago. Yeah, I've never heard of it before, so I should go back and watch what Karen said. Mm. But even that is like, all right, Joe, I'll even grant that that's correct. Let's say that that's correct, and that was a real thing. Am I supposed to believe... Uh, well, first off, how is it relevant today? And second off, if it is, am I supposed to believe that only the white or the English had uh, elements of injustice in their legal tradition or their legal history? Am I supposed to believe that all other cultures, races, societies had perfect legal systems that somehow decayed into grossly inferior ones today, even though they were based on superior values? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm supposed to believe? Um, I don't know how he turned this from a race thing to a gender thing, but if he really wants to talk about gender inequality, once again, nobody's talking about Islam, where you can actually beat your wife and it's sanctioned in your religion yeah that's yeah so we're gonna not lecture that today going on today across the world but we're gonna lecture like 18th century english people who may or may not have had more uh let's put it let's say traditional values about (laughs) about husband wife relationships as you would see them at least the rule of thumb's got to fit into blonde's fasci academy i would think just a little beating. like Just, just a little. Bit. Keep them in line. The rule of thumb. <laughs> okay. That's not all for Joe Biden, though, because he got Me Too'd, which, me, which isn't too surprising. Well, the, that's the thing is this may, in fact, be one of the least compelling claims against him because, of course, just go Google creepy Joe Biden on YouTube. You'll probably find 20-minute montages of him weirdly fondling young girls and women. And I don't want to call it like he's not grabbing anybody's ass he's just like fair massaging shoulder have you ever met somebody that just touches you too much yeah and that's bad yeah it's really bad i used to like work with this guy at a florist and he'd like come up behind me and like tickle me and like yeah like rub my shoulder like there are some dudes that are just gross and creepy and touch women too much the problem with biden too is he's very old and whether or not he's doing it sexually the girls he's touching are very young Young, and clearly not enjoying it. Not that that matters in that context, but they're very uh, weirded out when you watch these clips. It's weird and gross, but he's not like 
raping anybody. Fair point. But I, I guess the point I'm making is like, certainly those things would be enough to get any conservative me too'd out of existence. If it's For on sure. film oh, yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah. just saying this isn't like, I, I'm pulling a Matt Damon here. Like there's a difference between. Oh, like, like, in a, let's put it this way. In a, in a, perfect like in a perfect world whereby there were no, none of these standards previously established would i say that joe biden deserves to have his life ruined over what i've seen no but, but I we would can say, all laugh at him and call him creepy right i would say it's it's weird but he i don't think really it's weird. like let's go after that guy ruin his career delete him from society that kind of yeah. stuff that that point i can grant uh, but in a world where their standards are like men and women can't talk to each other without it being sexual harassment, right. certainly this qualifies. And this anyway, is super unprofessional. Like if something like this happened at a law firm, they'd be like, what the fuck, Steve, sure. or whatever. So um, what, what's the nature of the, the new allegation? So this broad, Lucy Flores, this man face broad, um, former is there Democratic. A picture? Oh, there we go. Yeah. Which one's she on the right? She's the man face, man jawed. Oh. Yeah. Well, I never know because sometimes we disagree. But if it's the one on the left is not the man face. I don't know what picture you're looking at. So. In the cut article? Yeah, whatever. I, I don't have it pulled up. One um, is objectively more manly. Uh, Lucy are, look at those hands, too. Oh, Sorry, those now giant i got to pull this hands. up so I can see. Does she have giant hands? Yeah. Let me zoom in. Joe Biden on me, too. It's yeah, a cut look at article, those hands. Right? They're way bigger than Joe's. Yeah. Ooh. Uh... Yeah, it's the one that's not Eva Langoria. Oh, that's okay. Jesus well, the, Christ. There's my celebrity knowledge. Wow, she really does have man hands. Yeah. Look at those. Um, where What was I talking about? Okay. The nature of the allegations. Sorry Lucy besides, Flores, besides she was here. former Democratic nominee for lieutenant governor of Nevada. She oh, made wow. these allegations against Biden on Friday in this essay for The Cut, which is an arm of New York Magazine, by the way, and said that Biden made her feel uneasy, gross, and confused in 2014, and I just want to read this one quote from it because I think it pretty much sums everything up. I felt him get closer to me from behind. He leaned further in and inhaled my hair. I was mortified. I thought to myself, I didn't wash my hair today in the vice president of the United States, smelling it, and also, what in the actual fuck? Huh. Why, why is the VP inhaled of the United hair. States smelling my hair? He proceeded to plant a big, slow kiss on the back of my head my brain couldn't process what was happening. I was embarrassed. I was shocked. I was confused. There's a Spanish saying, tragami tierra, tragami tierra. It means earth swallow me whole. I couldn't move. I couldn't say anything. I wanted nothing more than for Biden to get away from me. My name was called and I was never happier to get on stage in front of an audience. <laughs> I wonder what inhaled my hair actually he means. He just smelled her hair. hair in creepy. Hair in no, the he mouth. He just like went up oh, to her and was damn. like. I could, I mean. I don't know. Okay. To be as fair as possible. I don't know that the past clips are evidence of to confirm these I claims. I 4,000% sure that this is true, but it does fit the observable pattern. Let's put it that way. I, I could see it happening given the pattern of behavior. Yeah. This and Joe, Joe Biden denies this. Is that, is that what's going on? What does he say? He said, in my many years on the campaign trail and in public life, I've offered countless handshakes, hugs, expressions of affection, support, and comfort. And not once, never, did I believe I acted inappropriately. If it is suggested I did so, I will listen respectfully, but it was never my intention. I may not recall these moments the same way, and I may be surprised at what I hear, but we've arrived at an important time when women feel they can and should relate their experiences, and men should pay attention. And I will. 
I will. I love these uh, weird apologies that you get out of these Me Too allies who want to deny their own guilt, but also say that it's important that we listen to these allegations. Well, why is it important that I listen to the allegation if it's false? Because it implicates you. So you'd think you'd say, didn't do it. You pull a Martin Shkreli, didn't do it, suck a dick, lol. That's, yeah, that's what you say. Um, But, uh... I don't. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. This is nothing new. This is consistent with everything we've known about Joe Biden. And I've seriously looked at like a hundred pictures of him yeah. where the little girls like we. You could have forecasted this weakness, and I, I believe we did weeks ago. Everybody kind of knew this weeks about ago, Joe Biden. Months you, ago. I mean, you knew this. He basically had a few weaknesses to his potential candidacy: one, white male and old, but specifically white male in a diversity hungry party, and secondarily, the creepy factor, the Me Too factor. It's not going to fly in the Me Too era. Yeah. Because all this stuff is going to, those montages are going to be dug up again. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. He failed to get ahead of it, although I don't know what he, what, how could he possibly, he, he was trying to with his rule of thumb nonsense. Huh, yeah, maybe. But th- then the question again becomes, why do I trust you, white male Joe Biden, to dismantle white male culture, especially when you're being accused of abusive behavior? Oh yeah, he's toast. It's never going to happen. I don't know. Is this I, I, abusive behavior? I don't like no, that. No, I'm, I'm saying under their definition, not under Fine. mine, under theirs, under theirs. Yeah. I mean, I just hate how the left acts like getting gang raped is the same thing as somebody smelling your hair. Yeah, I know. That's the problem. And that's why they're screwing up relationships between men and women even more. It's like if I were in a situation where I was trying to be, trust me, my flirtation skills were lacking seriously to begin with. But these days, like, let's say I was in college now. Yeah, I wouldn't know what to do. I already didn't know what to do, but I'd be double crippled now. Do you see that article that there are like double the number of Generation Z anticipated to not get married or something like that? Yeah, that's probably the result, unfortunately. But maybe not because they're supposedly like conservative and traditionalists. So we'll see which which force wins out. I don't know. But like in this day and age, if I were a man, I would just look at marriage and be like, no, why? I don't it's even know too, how to interact with women. Why it's not worth it. Yeah. Okay. We're up against the clock, so we'll have to keep it moving along. We got uh, three more topics to get to. Maybe we should take a brief break and then we'll power through. Sure. These sound like a plan. This is Jason Barsamian. Hey, Matt, you said earlier that websites you use are shipping high capacity megs, California. Can you tell me yeah. which websites those are? Uh, I very I've much seen, need to get it in before things change things. I've seen both Palmetto State Armory and Primary Arms advertising that they're now shipping, and I, presumably there are more, but check both of those out. And I've uh, I've bought stuff from both, and they've been quick shippers, and uh, I've got good products from both. How much ammo do you think we should have stockpiled? I'm actually in the process of buying some for myself. Really? Some bulk ammo. Yeah. There is, uh, if people are interested, I, I don't, uh, I got, well, we, we got, uh, some uh, I got some stuff from um, from a fan of the show before from a, a manufacturer called Phoenix Ammunition in uh, Michigan, and uh, if people are interested in bulk ammo, I got I got some of their ammunition just because he sent me some and it all ran great. And I was checking out their website and their bulk ammo prices are pretty good. Uh, so if you want to help out, if you're interested in bulk ammo and you want to help out somebody who listens to the show and supports the show, that's Phoenix ammo, F E N I X ammo.com. Oh, people in the live chat are uh, seeing a thousand rounds per gun. That's yeah. I don't have that, but I'm in Do the I process need to of have stockpile like 7,000 rounds. of ammo? I'm in the process of building my own stash, but I don't, I don't have that much currently, Okay. but I'll be placing some orders. Uh, Tom Tribue. Hey, you two. Sorry. I haven't been able to donate in a few weeks. I just moved and I've been a little tight on cash. Keep on sending us 
Plebs the Truth. Love you both. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Um, and, and thanks I for supporting the show. Apologize do not. Like, do not apologize. Don't apologize. Yeah. Um, Josh Boy, maybe Jesse got his ass kicked because he was caught blowing Jared Fogel in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Supreme Horizon. Columbine students starting hashtag tag to put stickers on IDs. They want their body photographed. They become a victim of gun violence. Bane oh, yeah. little pricks still want to get selfies even after they're dead. Yeah, David Hogg said that. Like, if I die of gun violence, publish the photographs of my body. Yeah. Ironically, with all of the talking that he does, he's increasing his chance of dying by gun violence like Probably. a thousand fold. Probably like, don't be so annoying and maybe you'll reduce that. that chance. Or also don't provide incentive for the he's, he's providing some kind of incentive for murder again, not endorsing that. Don't do that. <laughs> but why would you say something like that as a public figure? Hey, when I die of gun violence, yeah. do this thing. Okay. Yeah, really? When I get murdered, nobody look at my Google history, please. <laughs> uh, just in case Ron wants his personal payoff to keep quiet, open your eyes. Anyone grandstanding and threatening now wants to be greased into silence. Oh, Mary Mitchell, have some of my tax refund. You guys deserve it. Thank you, Mary. Um, we don't deserve it. Uh, Leonis for fear. Love both of you guys. Keep up the work. Also, I'm sad to say my state, Illinois, uh, is the most corrupt in the union. Maybe. Could Maybe. be. The Could political be. corruption in Chicago seems pretty. Uh, really bad. Yeah, it's it's got to be the tippy top of the country. Let's put it that way. Julie V. Empire's ratings have plummeted. If they let him return to the show, I think it will get even worse. Maybe that Probably. would be a good thing. The American public could show how much they dislike him. We do hate his guts, Julie. Hmm. Matthew Rowley, as a lawyer, let me apologize for Jesse's representation. Hashtag not all lawyers. Keep up the great work, guys. Thank you, Matthew. I sure. do hate lawyers, but we do need lawyers. Of course, and, and someone's got to go to bat for even Jesse Smollett, and I, I'm, in, I'm in favor of that. That said... Inventing weird conspiracy theories about whiteface on the fly. You always have the like, I don't, I don't think, know. I think my that client was prepared. is innocent. I guess maybe it was. Uh, if that's prepared, it's even worse. But rather than digging the hole deeper, you think you could just, uh, I don't know, just say, we don't know who did it. We, we look forward to finding out who did answer. Pseudoscience, hey guys, love your show. Can we separate being nominated for an award from being an ass? I don't watch Empire, but if he's a good actor, his a-holery would be irrelevant, mm. right? Yeah, I'm not, I guess I wouldn't it's be- It's an I, NAACP award, though. It doesn't even- count, I re, right? Let's put it this way. I don't think that like unrelated transgressions in your life should, should bar you from that, but I reserve the right to laugh. I'm not saying like, oh man, they should have eliminated him, but it's funny. Come on, it's funny, especially when it's an acting award and it appears that what happened to him was a massive acting job hoax. That's just funny. Yeah. 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 And then all the acting he did in the press, subsequent press conferences, et cetera. But don't get me wrong. I want to live in that world again. I want to separate politics from from not only actors, but like corporations and people. You know, just, I did just we wish, ever do that? I wish we lived in a more apolitical world. I, and maybe the, maybe the burden is on me to be more forgiving and separating my politics from the rest of my life. I don't it know. Seems I mean, like everybody's I've shoving it in Pearl my face. I've always loved Pearl Jam and always have known that Eddie Vedder is a retard. I it, think it's that the degree to which the they right shove it in your face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Plum Logan, rubber kids, putting on white face doesn't change your yellow bloodshot eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. 
Jonathan Prezios, no note. Uh, Caleb Sparks, here's my shekels for you money grabbers. Have a great night and hope you never get tired of all the winning. Mueller Report is one of my favorite vindications to date. Uh, last one, and then I'll circle back. Sure. Yamafago, hey, Matt, have you seen Ice Wallow come yet? Seems like you would know about it. I know what I just said. I have not. Ice Wallow? Your enunciation no, is saving you. I have not seen that one. Uh, thank you for the recommendation. Real quick, uh, real quick over on uh, Streamlabs. Uh, Irish Nat says, Blonde, you don't think Jussie will continue to get work? Allow me to direct your attention to soon-to-be Harvard dropout, soon-to-be Stanford dropout, soon-to-be Yale dropout David Hogg. <laughs> I heard uh, Kyle Kashiv got into Harvard. Is that true or did I mishear that? Was he the one that was super annoying and then wasn't annoying anymore? No, no, no. He's the one who's always been like conservative pro-gun rights and got little media attention, but Who for like, Fox News and Daily Wire. You're thinking of Cameron Kasky. Yes, I am. Yeah. Uh, so I don't, I heard Kyle Kashiv. I just heard that. So I don't know if it's true or not. If it is true, uh, that's good to hear and good luck to him. Redicus says, uh, love the greatest troll of all time, but still want my Tauntaun. Would they survive the desert of Texas? Giving my weekly since I am uh, sharpening and won't have the keyboard on the desk. Well, thanks for supporting. Uh, Tauntauns are a human right, I think, pursuant to the Green New Deal. We'll see if we can get Bernie and AOC to agree to that. Redicus says some. Uh, says again, someone needs to splice the AOC saying the, AOC, the clip of AOC uh, saying people are going to die with the. Uh, Remy people will die video. Oh, I remember that one. Unless you do what I want, people will die. It was like a political parody video. I, I do remember that one. That was a good one. Don tread on me says good stream this week. Feeling under the weather lately. Just wanted to say, keep up the good work. Also, have y'all checked out the show on Facebook, returning the favor, Mike Rowe doing some awesome things. God bless. I've, uh, I've not seen it, but I do like Mike Rowe. I think he's generally uh, a relatable guy who's more right than he is wrong. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't see a lot from him, but what I do see, I generally appreciate. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Matt Vicari says, let's say NRA defends gun companies is true. If the NRA defends small, uh, Smith & Wesson's ability to sell a gun, then it uh, th- then that in turn safeguards my right to own a weapon. With that said, don't support the backstabbing NRA. Yeah, I mean, that's a fair point. I suppose that they're kind of interconnected. But I, I just hate that they want to malign the NRA inaccurately. That's that's what bothers me. And I share the, the concern too. Like I as far as I'm concerned, the NRA has some reparative work to do. They need to demonstrate to me that they're not gonna bend over next time and maybe I'd consider going back. That said, they deserve fair treatment and criticism, and the left is wildly unfair yeah. in their treatment. Simple farmer, last one. Uh, missed the first half of the show due to running some errands with uh with it officially being April there i've been looking out for some crazy news but realized what's currently out in actual news seems even crazier than the pranks you two stay awesome well thanks for tuning in and uh let's get uh let's get through the last three topics of the show in any other week we probably would have given more time to this because this is significant news especially for our european friends yeah so i wanted to since we're not going to give too much time to this i wanted to direct everybody to dave cullen's channel computing forever who has made a multitude of videos about article 11 and 13. He's done a great job covering it. This really is very, very bad news. So the European parliament has given final approval approval to the copyright directive, a controversial package of legislation designed to update copyright law in Europe. Members of parliament parliament voted 348 in favor of the law 274 against it, which I was surprised it was 
it was that. It's pretty contentious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a last minute proposal to remove the law's most controversial clause known as Article 13, which is the upload filter we'll talk about in a second, narrowly rejected by just five. So that votes. did pass the, the, right. okay, the proposal to remove it was rejected. So that is effective or going to be effective. Right. So the directive yeah. will now be passed on to EU member states who have 24 months to translate it into national law. So the go. So you maybe have a two-year buffer to try to do something about this? I mean, it's not it, immediate, I, but... It sounds like there's not much that can be done. I mean, yeah. let me know if I'm wrong in the live chat, but I was like, uh, I mean, is there I've anything seen, to be done about this? And I've seen competing reporting. Like, everybody I trust online is basically warning this is going to be the death of memes. And not only memes, which, of course, you share without necessarily crediting or paying the creator of say Pepe the Frog, but people who are in the business of what we do, which is commentary, criticism, otherwise fair use of copyrighted material. Right. I mean, honestly, I fear about this for selfish reasons in addition to free speech reasons. But if draconian copyright laws were implemented, we can't do this show in the style that we do it. If I can't show you clips, if I can't show you news articles, images, discuss them it's not that we can't do the show period but i think it enhances the show to be able to show you exactly what we're talking about as opposed to describing it right, right. you know so article 11 it's focused on the link tax um and mm. the fear here is that search engines will stop displaying as much content online to avoid paying the link the link tax yeah so people aren't going to get as much information um at first glance and I think that that's also going to affect independent content creators because the only people that can afford to pay this are going to be giant media sources, right? Presumably, yeah. I, I would guess. I mean, I'm guessing the fees and the, the cost associated with this would probably price us out. That would be my guess. Again, we're in the United States. Presumably, we're not going to see the, the brunt of this. But the question remains, how will Silicon Valley react? Will they? Yeah. Will they? Um, accommodate this nonsense or what I would like to see, like we were talking about on Wednesday, just give a giant middle finger to the EU and say, fine, you got these stupid rules, make a new internet. We deleted all the so right. social media stuff from, uh, from, uh, access. They can't be accessed by, uh, European IP addresses. For example, you want social unrest. You want people rioting in the streets and you want these, uh, members of the European parliament immediately changing their tune. Do that. You'll win Silicon Valley. You hundred percent well, will win. Will the EU still still be in effect in 24 months? I mean, maybe that, that, there are going to be huge, huge shifts in power. For other reasons. Years, for other right. Reasons, for, so. uh, including and uh, not limited to uh, the, the UK, of course, leaving, which is the other story. The, the Brexit stuff's a mess. It sounds like that's going to happen in a few weeks, whether or not they actually get a plan passed. I'm not super up to date on that. But it, it, I guess under that, what's happening there generally our friends in the UK will be safe from this, right? They're not going to be? I don't know. I mean, I think that it, it's dependent on the nation. I think that they'll have some control yeah. over how they're going to enact this. And um, when I say safe, I mean from their government. Of course, if Silicon Valley decides like, well, listen, it's just easier to apply these rules to everybody globally. Well, then nobody's safe. Right. I'd like to think that's unlikely, but who knows? So Article 13, I mean, I, I've read some people that are more concerned with this because it, it means that content filters are going to have to be applied, yeah. which I don't even know how people are going to do that. It, sound like, it sounds like it's going to be pretty clunky. A lot of things are going to get caught in there um, for copyright violations. So literally like anything uploaded to the Internet? This is, what of, it, this is what it sounds like. Yeah. So it's not just like YouTube has their filter. Facebook has their filter. There's like an internet filter, period. 
I mean, I guess individual companies will have to develop content to comply with the law. To comply with, okay. That yeah. just how which just seems insane and ineffective. You go I don't know busting how up about. like mom and pop websites. Who I don't know. How is this even? It oh, rule number one: don't fight the internet. You can't win EU. You can't beat the internet. Stop trying. Good lord. I just can't imagine how, you know, as this as this is currently proposed, it could even take effect. I guess we'll have to find out on a case-by-case basis. Are there any member states, do you know, who plan on acting immediately? I mean, they have a two-year window. Are anybody, is anybody saying, yes, we're going to do this right now? I don't know why they would. I, I um, don't see the incentive. YouTube does have a content filter presently, though. Think about all the shit yeah. that gets stuck in there. It's an epic pain I mean, it's, it's one of the biggest hurdles to making this show is I have to upload all of our clips to a dummy account channel such that I can check if they're copyright flagged or not. The reason being not because I'm trying to abuse copyright holders' rights, but because YouTube, if it identifies material, assigns blame to me and says I am using it wrongly and unjustifiably even if I'm using it for legally definitional fair use. I'm yeah, creating an original really work. really annoying. For the purpose of commentary and criticism, it's fair use. I'd win in a court of law, but I don't necessarily win under YouTube's automated system. Were it not for that, production of this show on a weekly basis would be an hour or so quicker. Yeah. But imagine if that cracked down even further. It makes this show almost impossible. Uh, Live chat saying politicians in France already came out pushing hard for implementing it swiftly, which doesn't surprise me because they're in a state of just terrible civil unrest right now. Yeah, yeah. I can't it's wait. Week to... twenty one on the yellow vest. I saw some Katie Hopkins clip today of this guy getting uh, batoned right in the face. Still by the going on. Yeah. Nothing like uh, uncontrolled immigration and censorship to really keep your population at peace. I... Unreal. <laughs> this stu- this sort of stuff, man. It's gonna cr- it's gonna cause it's gonna exacerbate existing social unrest. This is gonna well, cause yeah. serious Especially problems. Especially in France, though. I mean, yeah, they know how to do a revolution. Maybe it's time. I'm not advocating. I'm just saying, I'm just... Come on, what are they going to do? They're just going to allow the government to take away their freedoms and their rights? Yeah, exactly. It's like I was saying last week with New Zealand. I don't want to live in a society in which I can't say what I want and I can't defend myself. And increasingly, that's the trajectory of most governments in the West. This is why we can't give up our guns under any circumstances. Yeah, of course not. Never. Never. Imagine if all the yellow vest protesters were armed. It would Mm. just... There changes the calculation nothing. yeah there would be nothing the police could do um that was tangential uh let's talk about these uk muslims yes again. the other story out of uh europe is these uh uk the the protests involving the muslim families the the uh the, these um in these communities in birmingham specifically but we covered this one previously uh this was at um the Parkfield Community School, the one that we covered previously. Recall those uh, Muslim parents and their kids were protesting the quote-unquote no outsiders program in their school that they saw as indoctrinating kids. The absolutely named no yes, outsiders. Yes, perfectly named. The LGBT, they saw that as uh, indoctrinating their kids with LGBT propaganda. The school, as we covered, caved and eliminated the program, which was taught by an openly gay teacher. During those protests, recall the Muslims said they would take this effort countrywide. For now, they are trying again at another school in Birmingham. As you see pictured, dozens of parents and kids protested outside a second school, Anderton Park Primary School in Birmingham on Monday, handing out leaflets that said, quote, We do not believe in homosexuality. Parents do not want their children's belief changed. Others read, quote, This program promotes a whole school gay ethos. And another one read, quote, you can't be gay and Muslim. 
<laughs> so very direct. Apparently, these demonstrations continued throughout the week, happening daily. Head teacher Sarah Hewitt Clarkson wrote a letter to the education secretary, Damian Hines, which read in part, You almost need to sit in a school like ours and listen to what's being said, the unpleasantness that it causes and the homophobic nature of some of the things that are said to understand how what is written in Whitehall affects people on the ground everywhere else. We've had so many emails from all over the country, head teachers in Croydon, Manchester, saying that this is happening to me in my school and this should not be the case. So, yes, I am calling on the Secretary of State to come and very clearly look at this. I believe she's referring to what is supposedly a, a statutory or a legal directive to teach this sort of thing to uh, to kids in the UK. I'm not 100% clear on what she's referencing, but oh my I believe God. that's the case. Stop making me agree with Muslims, <laughs> Western governments. The, the stated aim of the so-called No Outsiders program is to teach students about the positive values of diversity, tolerance, and acceptance, as Why? well as LGBT rights, same-sex relationships, gender identity, race, religion, and color. I'm not sure what the age of the children involved in this second case is, but look at this photo in the Daily Mail. There's some young kids in, involved in this protest. Very young. I mean, these, these kids are probably under 10. Why? And they're Why? being taught about this sort of thing. Again, I can't understate... The irony of the program being called No Outsiders as we watch outsiders undermining your values before your very eyes. Totally predictably, but, you know. Yeah. Oh, my God. Some of these kids are like toddlers. They look like toddlers. Some of them might not actually be involved in the program. I don't know that for sure. But presuming that some of these kids are, in fact, being taught this stuff, they look to be quite young. I see a couple of, like, six, seven-year-olds. Yeah. So we'll have to see how this pans out because if the protesters are accurate and it appears that they're committed to this, this sort of stuff is going to increase, not decrease, especially as you continue on this path with these incompatible uh, moves or incompatible premises of importing more right. Islamic migrants, also trying to shove progressive values down their throats. It's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. Is so it time to take the Muz pill? For the UK? What do you mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess. I mean... At least that it'll bring them back to patriarchy. That doesn't seem like a particularly difficult pill to swallow that, yeah, guess what? The Islamic world, generally not a fan of uh, hyper-progressive values. You can see that by observing, I don't know, every majority Islamic <laughs> or even plurality yeah. Islamic country. Or community within Western nations. Right, yeah. So this should not be surprising, but apparently we're going to treat it as such. Expect more of this, not less. We'll yeah. see how it develops. It is kind of funny watching the chickens come home to roost. I mean... This was so predictable. Last story of the night, and it is a doozy. It is that time. And now the nobody saw it happen, but it's totally a product of Trump's America hoax hate crime of the week. Ah, shit, it's backwards. You think they'll notice? I think the swastikas are, in fact, correctly oriented in this case, but we'll have to uh, take a second look. Let's look at the images actually right away. And this one is correctly oriented. This is uh, apparently what happened to Democratic Party headquarters in Oklahoma City, reportedly vandalized with racist graffiti mm. this week. Uh, <laughs> here are some of the, the highlight images. There are many to choose from, but here are some that uh, I found to be most notable. Uh, Democrats, N-words, and trannies are this way. <laughs> that's the way you head if you're interested in those things uh white male genocide uh this one i thought of you when i read it save very very young blonde aryan girls 
Joe Biden might be (laughs) primary suspect on that one. What odd phrasing, though. Save very, very young blonde Aryan girls. James also made a video about this today that's excellent. Everybody should watch it. But he correctly pointed out this looks like a woman's handwriting. Yeah. And spoiler alert, that is the prime suspect, although the information is a little odd. I'll get to that in a moment. Uh, Am I allowed to say chinks and still get YouTube ads? We'll find out. No chinks allowed. Also, I'm an SS Nazi, apparently. (laughs) Gas the Jews. But specifically, I liked, I shouldn't say liked. I chuckled at this one. Even though if it's real, I, of course, disavow. Anyway, white planet only gas the rest. Now, even your most, <laughs> even your, your most sincere white nationalist person, white separatist, ethnostate type people. I've never heard of anybody who actually says white planet only. It's more like, listen, society functions best with homogeneity. You live over there. I live over here. Have you ever this heard is of white- a fat white feminist, maybe Jewish. That was on 4chan for like two weeks before she did this. Well, we'll have to see. The woman look, the suspect looks blonde. She looks like she could be your grandma or something like that. Oh, really? Is she old? I'll, I'll pull up the image in a moment. I think there huh. was, no, that was the last one I wanted to show. White Planet only gas the rest. This is where it gets confusing. You see in the coverage in Oklahoma's News 4 here, update atop the story. Oklahoma police say this woman, the woman has been identified, located, and interviewed. She is not a suspect of any crime and has been cleared of any involvement. What's weird is, they, the police posted this picture earlier in the week on Thursday and said, we need help identifying this suspect. Here's surveillance pictures of her spray painting 1488 on the window. So I was a little confused because I thought, what? You found this woman and interviewed her and she's not guilty, even though there's images yeah. of her doing this. So it turns out that it might have been a case of mistaken identity. That's how I'm interpreting the reporting here so another report from uh, news nine says that the woman was identified cleared of involvement this is additional surveillance footage but i think they're saying this woman is not believed to have been involved so some it it just could be the case that because these are different pictures with different outfits there might have been multiple people who happen to look very similar who were on the premises at similar times because the police are now saying they're still looking for the woman involved in these original photos doing the 1488 spray painting if i'm understanding correctly fascinating this is fascinating i mean mean it whatever the case it does appear that we undoubtedly have a female elderly it's hard to tell she looks old she's probably Mm -hmm. like minimum 50 years old okay i wouldn't call a 50 year old elderly well sorry i'm saying are our parents listening i'm gonna get a hateful text from my mom in like five minutes my dad won't be mad if i called him elderly anyway (laughs) She's not young. That's what I'm saying. So either this is a genuine Nazi who wants to save her very, very young Aryan blonde female offspring, or it's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a frame job. It's trying to make it look like the Republicans of Oklahoma are Nazis against the Democrats. As I said before, I have perpetrated all of the hoax hate. Incidents. <laughs> I've done we them do, all. We do it. It's a, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a conspiracy to bump our own numbers. It's such a successful segment that we have to maintain totally. it each and every week. Where was yeah. this, Oklahoma? Yeah, she huh. looks like she has some sweet grandma glasses too, this this suspect. So I guess we'll have to find out who this actually was and whether or not this lady is an actual white separatist uh, certified band on Facebook or whether she is um, a Democratic operative trying to yeah. set up a... Uh, Set up an operation to make the Democrats look like victims. Now, I, met, I, I did ask you prior to showtime, and I looked too. In fairness, 
What's the number one giveaway about hoaxes? GoFundMe accounts. I didn't accounts. find a GoFundMe, but I also didn't look super hard. Yeah. I, I Googled for 15, 20 minutes trying to find something. That's did not see did GoFundMe too. or fundraising. So maybe it's legit. We'll have to find out. But that is all I got. We're already past the two-hour mark, so we should we should round it out. Damn. Okay. <laughs> you want to do some Streamlabs while I reload? I can reload. Unfortunately, without the, the system, I don't have keyboard cat. Okay. I just have one over on uh, on Streamlabs. Oh, sorry. I, I almost broke my own rule. But thank you for the support, Game of Microphones. Uh, Empire ratings have plummeted. Lawyer. Love your show. God, I suck at this. And this is this is from the actual podcast, Game of Microphones. If you guys are interested, you were mentioned earlier, send me an email. I, I don't know if that was like hypothetical or not. But if you're wanting to arrange something, send me an email. And, uh, and good luck with your show. Ken Lynn, this show is the only reason I can tolerate the people around me week to week. I need the reminder that I'm not the only one who thinks all this SJW stuff is insane. So thanks. We appreciate it. Um, Alchemy Bro, I've been watching for over a year and love your show. That urologist lady from the call-in show a few weeks ago showed her ignorance of foreskin by saying it was just a flap of skin. Made my blood boil. Yeah, she did say that, didn't she? Are you talking about on the call-in show or a different... On the Colin show, the lady that called in was like, I'm "Yeah, like I remember that. I can't something something, and men don't need their foreskins because blah blah." Yeah, I can't remember exactly. That what was she the said, best. A totally fair recap. <laughs> she'll be back. She'll be back. She will be back. Um, Automata, I will admit something. Hearing we went from Avenatti twenty twenty to Avenatti twenty to twenty five made me crack right up. Odd, bizarre. Sunday night has become. Baking with Beauty and the Beta Night, my favorite. Mm. Also, shout out to all listeners in the Indianapolis area where three to five people sign up soon. Cool. Cool. I hope it works out. Alchemy Bro, you said that you know some guys that hate the way they were circumcised. Foreskin restoration is a thing. And a company called 4Gen is working on full regeneration of lost tissue. Um, huh. Yeah, I know some people that are really, really, really mad about it. Really mad at their parents. Um, K-Bot video. Since Jesse didn't pay his bill, Chicago can bring a civil case for $390,000. Trial jury okay. only needs 51% to convict. Chicago's okay. so broke, I bet they do it. Shout out Atlanta friends. I sent pick of the meetup. I'll put it on next week's show. Cool. Uh, thank you, K-Bot. Uh, Laurel Blonde, as you know, I'm an immigration lawyer. I did a video about what happened to the fiance of your friend, Brittany Pettibone. I don't think he's banned. I think he needs to apply for a B visa. Um, I hmm. will text Brittany right after the show. Uh, thank you, Laurel. And Thanks. also self-promotion. I have a video coming out right after the show where I talk about Brittany and Martin. Um, Matthew Vicari, uh, uh, Michael Avenatti, Michael Avenatti, level 99 chaotic evil ambulance chaser. I know. <laughs> Stand with a good beard, yeah. tinfoil hat time. Mark Garagos named Wall Street Journal as unarmed co-conspirator on Monday night. Kim Fox emergency hearing. Jesse has all charges dropped on Tuesday. Coincidence? I think yeah, not. they're all interrelated. I like I these kind of theories. That's I, I think that's you're cool. right. Maddington tomorrow. I think I'm going to watch CNN being that it will be April fool's day. They might actually play a joke on us and report accurate news for the day. Then back to normal fake news the next day. That's true. Recited coin. Come on. I know your entire audience is very much against GND. Even I'm against it. Um, it's way off the rails. Social justice too much, but let's be fair. How our system works is we put up what we want then we negotiate mcconnell didn't even negotiate in good faith well anyway been a while you're friendly socialist viewer we got one i don't uh, i don't think that's unfair they all come out in favor of the bill as is why wouldn't you vote for it 
Yeah. And even even if you're not going to pass it, why would you not put your support on record? I don't see, I don't think that's unfair at all, to be honest. Recent evil. I'm tired of you guys saying that AOC is useless and inexperienced. Little do you know, she makes a mean table side guac. I would like to sample it. <laughs> Matthew Riley. Matt, damn you for making me defend Cortez. She hates being called Cortez, apparently. But Cortez would say if people have died in weather events, she would link to climate change. Sandy okay, Katrina, that's fine if they want to do that. But then... They have to acknowledge that Trump gets to say, ha ha, it's cold in the Midwest, polar vortex, global warming. That's the thing is when it's against the global warming narrative, they say the weather events don't count. Weather's different from climate. Okay, fine. I'll accept that premise. But then you don't get to blame individual weather events like storms and things like that on climate change. Either weather and climate are different or they're not. So I need a little consistency on that. Um, let's see. K by video. April's full day has been canceled because no made up prank can compare to the unbelievable BS that is actually happening in the real world today. We're living in a prank. <laughs> Love you guys. Thanks for the show. Thank you. Winter Wolf, here's some shekels for the week. I got to pay for prom and I'm buying a $700 rig. Big government spending shout out. Wow. Uh, for the Southern Ohio and Northern Kentucky meetup. We still need a time, buds. Did you go to prom? Oh, yeah, of course. Fun. I think I didn't go my freshman year, but all three other years. I did because I had an older boyfriend. Oh, of course. Um, MJ, MJ, greetings from Alaska. Here are some shekels for you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, thanks, MJ. Appreciate it. Do you still have friends from high school? Do you keep up with people? Uh, yeah, only a couple, though. And they're, On Facebook? Yeah. No, no. One's a good friend of mine. We actually just uh, we were hanging out last weekend. But there's, um, there's probably only one that I maintain regular contact with. I don't know. I've carried like one person. Maybe. Yeah. Um, Miles Kinzel. Hey, guys, you think the left uh, ever thinks that this F white people routine adds to white nationalism? You cannot seriously expect people to accept abuse. Um, yeah, I, for, probably, sure. yeah. for sure. For sure. Um, Marty McFly, ever seen the creepy Uncle Joe video by PJW? Imagine that pedo behavior was by Trump. Why do leftists not condemn Biden? It seems like a losing strategy. They probably need to at this point. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Do they rush to defend or do they throw him on the trash heap? We'll find yeah. out. Fat Hooligan. So how about Martin Selner getting banned from traveling to the U.S.? The mainstream media trying to connect him to the Christchurch shooter. It's ridiculous. Yes. Check mm. out my upcoming Apparently video. Apparently you've got uh, all the info. I do. Uh, Poker Pierce here in New Mexico, 29 of 32 county sheriffs who declared these counties sanctuary counties for hmm. the Second Amendment. Oh, for the Second Amendment. To yeah, it's happening in Colorado, new, too. That's good. To protect from any uh, uh, new gun control measures, the Dems in the Capitol push through. Love it. That is great. I hear sanctuary and I'm like, ugh. Um, yeah, well, it has the immigration context. I need right. to think more about that. We had a great question, too, about when is that appropriate? When is it inappropriate? In this case, you have a constitutional amendment or the constitutional or second amendment in the bill of rights, I should say. Uh, so it's much easier to say, well, highest law in the land trumps all else, but let's say it wasn't a constitutional issue and just a policy preference issue. At what point does sanctuary status for any number of laws become acceptable or not? I'll have to think about right, that. Right. A three sided coin. Matt and I once made love. He rubbed my shoulders and whispered sweet 1800. Nothing's into my ear while I tuned my rule of thumb on his innuendo. <laughs> if you know what I mean, you guys are all facts. Uh, Rafael Salvador. Creepy Uncle Joe will never be president with all that touching. Also, have you guys watched Red Elephant's interview with Lee Stranahan? Convince me people, hmm. institutions, Fox NRA, you think are on the side of conservatives are not. Yes, I, I haven't watched that, but I can understand that. I'm telling you. Hmm. Um, I love Red, Red Elephant. 
BB said, so I could be laughing maniacally, uh, dual wielding AR-15s with binary triggers running through a three-gun course, and it would be a random guy with just a bump stock and a bag who gets raided by the ATF. Yes, correct. Yeah. Matt Dath, but first, a message from our friends over at Phoenix Ammunition. Promo code WIN. Love the show and always appreciate the sanity safe space. Thank you, Matt. I know. It's like I got to I gotta find the line between shilling or not. But um, no, they were really cool. And they sent me some stuff and it's a good product. And I, and I you know, if people are looking to buy bulk ammo, I want to shout out. Which I am. I, so I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you the um, link afterward cool, if you're in thanks. the market. I'll the prices are pretty good. It's so time. I was literally about to make a, a buy the other day. And then I was like, mm, I got to move some money around and then I'll do it. But I will. Return to reason. Generation Z isn't conservative. Pew poll 70% will larger government, including more than 50% that identify as conservative. Also, shout out to my amazing seven-month pregnant wife, our mm, first congrats. girl listening at home. Love you. Yeah. Oh, very sweet. Um, I hope that's not true, but a lot of younger people want big government until they start working. That might be one of those things that turns around. Hmm. If the seeds of conservatism are planted, I'm pretty happy with that. Reality Lobster Blonde, at what point will women weaponize Me Too against other women to poison men away from female rivals socially or professionally? That wow. is an excellent question. Hmm. And I would say imminently. <laughs> it does seem like the, the left wing or progressive perspective is uh, the, the weapon value of any particular ta tactic or strategy or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kyle Wells, if Jesse is in fact the... The gay Tupac. Uh, there we go. Uh, yeah. Can we expedite his date with destiny and get him on the next flight to Las Vegas? <laughs> I think I can forgive him for being fake lynched. If he can see his way clear for, uh, to being for real shot. I can't even read people's super chats. Yeah. It took me a second to realize where he was going with that, but yes, uh, we'll see if the prophecy yeah. ends up being completed. Uh, Colonel Dick Gazania says, or Gazina I've seen some push for Texas red flag laws on social media lately. Any thoughts? The only thing I've seen is headline level stuff that said the Texas legislature was trying to pass such a thing under some sort of uh, disguise, basically. But I don't know what's being pushed there. So unfortunately, I um, I can't comment because I don't know the specifics. I'm uh, the, the red the way red flag laws have been playing out. I'm I'm increasingly skeptical. The idea is that a family member or anyone can just go to a court and say my. Right. Um, yeah. My my uncle or my husband is crazy, crazy and he has guns, yeah. and then the court will issue an order to go confiscate them. We saw that case in Maryland. Women are never going to weaponize that in divorce courts. Yeah, and at first I I had considered this because I thought, well, at least there's a due process element. Maybe that's worth considering. Oof, but the like reality it. is, judges generally don't deny these types of um, these types of court orders because they don't want to be the guy who's like. Well, I was the one who said no, and then the husband went and shot his wife. They never want to be that guy. Yeah. So the due process in this case is not, uh, it's probably not adequate because it's just one person's testimony. And a judge who's inclined to be sympathetic to that testimony, if only for self-preservation. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm skeptical of these things. Tomato bread orgasm says, Empire building used, uh, used to be about, oh my God, I'm retarded. Empire building used to be about moving your troops and managing supply lines. Now it's about PSYOP and managing intel. Hmm. War, war never changes. Only the substrate changes. Okay. Hmm. Uh, it's gotten so bad because when he said empire, I assumed it was a Jesse comment, but he's talking about legit empires. Oh, it was Julie who called in. Julie ah. says, it's not a mucous membrane. Just look at it. It's literally <laughs> just skin. I'm not ignorant. We'll have you back, Julie, to defend your honor. 
Yeah. And I appreciated Julie calling in because I think I, uh, there's a there's a split among our audience, and I I think even among us, like I'm I'm I can go I'm I'm open to the evidence on this. It's just the medical evidence seems a little flimsy to me. But Julie apparently has the case to make, and I appreciate people who are willing to come on and make those cases. I can't believe I had to say tomato bread orgasm. What is that? Yeah. Uh, this okay. is the last one. Yeah. Uh, Carter Vaughn says, Blonde's new camera is really too much. That you are both tool fans make me think I'm not really 68 years old. Good for those of us who hang on to reality tooth and claw. I think I'm the only tool fan. And this is not a new camera. I just am hardwired. And so my connection's way better. So it, it doesn't have the hiccups. Yeah. yeah. Um, Michu, last one over on Streamlabs, says, in the case of Oklahoma City, a GoFundMe is not necessary. Just direct everyone to donate to the Democrats. True. I just haven't seen that yet either. So maybe I missed it. If they, if the Democrats are fundraising off of this, I would very much like to see that, which maybe they will. And that would be an interesting factor to consider. Uh, all right. Somehow we did it. And hey, actually reasonably smoothly. Hopefully we don't have to worry about this crap in the next episode. I will for sure have a better backup plan in place such that I don't literally blonde can say like on Skype, I was 20 minutes before the show. I He's was freaking, freaking out. out. Like this is going to be catastrophic for the show production, but we got it done on the fly. And I appreciate uh, everybody <laughs> maintaining, helping us maintain this duct tape operation. I'm going to send some angry emails. If that video share service doesn't get their system back online, we'll see how it goes. Anyway, we'll get the hell out of here. Thanks everybody for hanging out live in the, uh, in the chat and in the super chat, supporting the show. Um, Watch my video tonight, everybody. And if you want to learn more about the Martin situation, Martin and uh, Brittany Pettibone, check that out. If you're listening later on YouTube or in an audio platform on demand, thank you kindly as well for supporting the show. If you're interested in more, and let's be honest, who doesn't want more listening material? We've got a bunch more stuff, including Wednesday night's call-in show and some other interviews you won't find on our YouTube channel. They're all over on the audio platforms of the show, so check those out. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and more. They're all linked conveniently in the description for you. And you can always email us. That's beautyandthebeta at gmail. Dot com everything else that's mattchristiansonmedia.com we'll be back next Sunday because if it's Sunday sorry Chuck Todd it's not Meet the Press it's Beauty and the Beta Bye, we'll see you then thanks Bye.